Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss! Hey, good boss. Hey. The man with the finest beard on this screen. Shut the hell up. Let me talk. You see, the rides are resourceful. When I got beef with somebody, I can find a way to talk to them. Hello, 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 love wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And y'all know what that means. What does it mean, JPJ? Tell them. It means it is yet another episode. It means football is back. You're damn right. (laughs) You're damn right football is back. You will get our full NFL preview later on in the show tonight. Ophelia in the chat already saying it's Thursday night. You know what that means. It means it's another episode. Of between two beards, yeah, there's a lot to do tonight. We got a big guest we're going to be bringing on in just a minute. Here, we got a good half hour, 45 minutes with this gentleman. Then we have a whole lot of wrestling to talk about AEW, all out payback. We have ourselves a giant punk date, as you can imagine. Date, we got to dive into all that, and then we have our full. NFL Wait, preview. Something happened with CM Punk this yeah, week? Yeah, a little thing happened. A little thing mm. happened. I don't know if you heard about it. No. But we're going to dive no. in and we're going to talk about it. But first and foremost, as always, Plugo, how are we doing tonight? My I'm friend? doing well, man. I uh, just I got the news that Eddie Kingston is going to be wrestling hey. five for my house. So I bought my ticket. Me and Eddie Kingston hey. and Brian are going to be in the same building at once. Watch out. It's going to be crazy. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's been a it's been a week. The wrestling was good. Football is back. We're debuting a new segment later on sure tonight, are. featuring one of the fan favorites of Between Two Beards. Sure He's going to be making weekly NFL picks for us. Stay tuned. I like it. But that's like enough it. about me. How are you, yeah. friend? I am doing pretty well, my friend. Same old. I'm very excited. <laughs> Football is back. I know it starts on a night that we are usually live, yeah, so it N- is what it the is. NFL but- is counter-programming us yeah, the juggernaut the nfl is counter-programming us but you know they are they are the uh the mecca uh but i'm very excited football is back i'm very excited to have our guest on that we're going to bring on just in a moment or two i'm very excited to talk about some wrestling because there's some juicy stuff to talk about i thought both companies had excellent pay-per-views ple's whatever the hell you want to call them i'm always going to call them pay-per-views i think both companies had excellent showings over this past weekend that we'll dive into a little bit Obviously, the CM Punk news we are going to dive deep into because, goddamn, the homeboy got friggin' fired, Plugo. <laughs> he's so gone. Got, he's now gone, Now I brother. have to do this thing where every time there's a return, I have to think it's going to be CM Punk because that's no, how my mind no, works. I, th- I think, no, 
I think that I think this might be it. Call saying it's football times, it. and you guys are going to interrupt. Yeah, we are, but we are the best. Ecto guy, our former producer. What's good? Here, All I was right. waiting for Twitch BTBs. What's up, boys? We're on YouTube now. We're big dogs. Yeah, baby. yeah, YouTube. All um, right, plug out. We're wasting time. Yeah. Introduce our our guest here. I will pull him up on. Okay, so know. remember a couple weeks back we had planned sure to do. do this, and then unfortunately the passing of Bray Wyatt happened. So he was kind enough to reschedule for this week. Uh, our friend from WrestleQuest Mega Cat Studios, Andrew Marsh. How are you, friend? Doing great, guys. Thanks. Now, thank you for very, coming on. Yeah, very thrilled to have you here. We were excited to have you last time, but obviously some uh, some real-world heartbreak in the wrestling world kind of had us have to push this back a little bit, but we're glad to have you here. Pluggo and I have both uh, played a little bit of your game. I played a little bit on stream here for Love yeah. Wrestling uh, a few weeks ago, which was very fun. Um, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that. We want to know your no. favorite uh, Hanna-Barbera WWE crossover episode. Look, we'll get there. We'll get there, okay? <laughs> what video game? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. But no, the reason why we have you here is not too long ago, a few weeks ago, uh, you uh, and the Mega Cat Studios released a video game called WrestleQuest. Uh, it is an RPG uh, involving some familiar characters. If you've been a, if you've been a wrestling fan for, I'm 38 years old. Mm -hmm. I started watching wrestling in the early 90s. Uh, we have Ophelia in the chat saying WrestleQuest is so fun. So obviously she's playing Thank it and you. having a good time as well. Uh, you'll see a lot of familiar faces. You see a lot of faces of the wrestlers that were in the WWF and WCW. Some uh, when I first started watching wrestling, and that's where before we dive into the game and how that came about and kind of. And that's where I kind of want to start with you, Andrew, is when where your fandom started. When where where were you? How old are you? How did you first become a fan and fall in love with professional wrestling? Also 38. Um, yeah, right. So I I, uh, I started watching it as a little kid, like real little kid, like five, six years old. That's so like late learning, 80s, yeah. early 90s, you know, like. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and those guys were all still around, you know, yeah. like they, that, they were still like, like the big star of the show. And I sort of fell off of it when I got a little bit older. And then uh, late 90s and early 2000s, I got back into it because I got like, if you, you want to know, you want to know how I became a, a major wrestling fan? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's an exact moment. So um, I think it was 1998, uh, WCW did uh, sold out. The other oh, pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> and the opening match was an eight-man luchador tag team match. And so like and it's like Laparka, Silver King, El Dandy, like like just like the WCW cruiserweight crew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And first off, put on an amazing match. Of course. You just got eight incredible wrestlers in the ring. But the end of it is where I became a pro wrestler. And it's also where I got my favorite wrestler um the end of the match one of the teams loses laparka is on the team that loses and so he gets into the ring with his folding chair yeah. takes out every guy on the on the winning team one by one el dandy's on his team el dandy gets into the ring goes to shake his hand laparka takes out his entire the rest of his team one by one with a folding chair <laughs> like struts around with it and then leaves that was the moment that I became a pro wrestling, like a major pro wrestling fan. And ever since then, that Park has been my favorite wrestler. 
That's I amazing. It. I love the it. The fun I, little tidbit from that pay-per-view is like when you watch the rise and falls of like WCW and things like that, Kevin Nash goes on record of saying, we we bought that was our pay-per-view. That was the NWO pay-per-view. We bought the officials. We lost all these matches. That was such a huge mistake. <laughs> he hated that pay-per-view. He's like, yeah. how do we pay for the officials and lose matches? None of this makes sense. That's hilarious. Yeah, opened up was probably my favorite wrestling match of all time. Good, good old sold out. Right. That oh man, awesome. I, I remember I remember when they first announced that and they were like, hey. NWO is getting their own pay-per-view and it was like, oh my God, this is incredible. They're getting their own pay-per-view and it was just, <laughs> what a time. What a time to be alive. So what, I, um, I always I always said I was a WCW kid because it started an hour earlier and it was an hour, you got three hours instead of two. So I thought that that was cool. You know, my young adolescent nowadays were like, why can't Raw go back yeah, two right hours? Now, I'm like, come <laughs> on. Is it three hours? But where kids were like, hell yeah, three hours, dude. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right, so were you were you mainly a WCW kid, or did you watch a little bit of both? Obviously, down that time, you had the Stone Cold, and the Attitude Era was beginning over in WWF to kind of combat the NWO and you know stuff like that. Were you mainly a WCW kid growing up, or I was, did you? Yeah, I was main. Both? Yeah, I was mainly into WCW. I, I saw enough WWF to like be aware of it because, especially because they had like the feud going on and everything. So like I, I I you know I knew what was going on in it and like whenever some absolute absurd thing was going to happen I would tune in for it but I was mainly uh, WCW because WCW was absurd things every single week oh, <laughs> a thousand percent uh, yeah. we have Ophelia, we have Ophelia saying I love Do we that need a deep dive oh good I uh, know no, no Ophelia saying I love that you can pinpoint the exact match that changed your life yeah that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, what were you do we, say, I was going to say, do we need to deep dive into the Vince Russo car crash TV era of WC? No. <laughs> I don't think we need to. Maybe. You want to talk yeah, about yeah, absurd. Yeah. We could go down that rabbit hole. Of absurdity. Yeah. My goodness. So, all right. So obviously that's kind of where your wrestling fandom started. Obviously you work for a video game studio that you're, you're here to talk about a video game that ha that is based around wrestling. So on the other side of it, when what were some of your first favorite video games when you started getting into the gaming side of life as a child or whenever like what was the video game or like the couple video games that made you fall in love with that side uh of your life i guess um because there was games i liked because we had you know we had the nes growing up and and there's a lot of games in there that i liked when i was a kid like super mario brothers 2 and stuff but i think I would say really when my parents got our first PC in like the mid nineties um, and I played like doom for the first yeah, time. Yeah. I was, I was like doom. I was like, I hope he says doom. Yeah. That that, that's and all like just tons of those old first person shooters. Yeah, Wolfenstein was another one. Uh, I yeah, Wolfenstein. When I was younger. Uh, Night dive just did a re-release of rise of the triad, which is like one yeah. of my favorites. Um, yeah. Those games are really what like, really pulled me in especially because they're on pc so you can mod them you can make your own stuff yeah and that's sort of what got me into doing that nowadays i'd say i like playing with video games more than i like actually playing them yeah say, people I, I don't i've never i don't i've never had a pc or gamed on a pc but i hear that's a wild scene man pc gamers are crazy <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Cause yeah, like you said they could do anything on the PC, man. That's so cool. I was playing Paperboy back in the day, like Sonic 2. 
for the hey, Genesis. That was good. Sean was a good I loved Paperboy. <laughs> You're like, you guys, you guys were like Doom. And I was like, I don't think I've well, that was, yeah, played I was, Doom before. <laughs> I was a big like, so obviously me and Andrew, and you're around, you're my age too. You're yeah, a year younger. 37. Maybe. Yeah, you're a year younger. So you were all around the same age on here. Um, I had the original NES. I had, in my opinion, the greatest system console ever made is the Super Nintendo. I will fight to death for that. Uh, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo was one that I dove into very heavily. Uh, but like, I love Zombie Ate My Neighbor. All those games, like all those games are fun as hell. Um, Super Mario World was probably the first game that ever I truly blew me away, though. Yes, that, like that game left an impression on me when I was thousand percent. Like I remember yeah. playing that, and you know, I played Mario One, I played Mario Two, I played Mario Three, and I was like, these games rule. But when Super Nintendo came out and it was Super Mario World, oh yeah, yeah you go to like a like, department like, store and like oh play the God. little demo kiosk for the first time and just like, yeah. blew your mind. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, man, this is like Mario, yeah. like to the next, like truly yeah, like, to the you, next you, level. You like, never even fathom that like video no. games could be like that. No, no. And then there was you know Mario sixty four and Super Mario RPG, which they're remaking and coming out for the Switch mm. in a month or yeah, so. It's that. like, dude. It's like these games started coming out and it was like this when I was playing Mario one five or six years ago, that's what I thought the you thought that was the apex. Nothing's going to get better than this. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, holy shit, like, OK, maybe not. And now we're 30 years down the road and you're creating video games and you created and, a, a, you know, a, a I long think you guys have sparked a really great conversation. So in the chat, yeah. drop your favorite old school video game, new school video game. Zelda Some of these, to the past. People yeah, are saying, oh, have guys house. Yeah. that's a great one. They're releasing still dominant Zelda games. Tears from the kingdom just came out not too long ago, getting heralded reviews for the switch yeah. and things like that. So it's like, you know, at what point for you, Andrew, did you start to think that, Hey, video games is something that I want to do for my, like, I want this to be my profession. Like I want to do this. I want to create video games. I want to be a part of it. And at what point was it realistic in your brain that you were like, you know what? I want to make a wrestling base. Like I, I want, I have this vision for an RPG RPG or whatever this game is, but like, I want there to be old school wrestling in there. Like how did like that part of it happen for you? Like when you were like, yes. I want to do this for a living. So it's kind of a winding road a little bit. So I uh, actually was setting out to work in film and television. And I worked on a couple of big movies. And I was starting to work on a career in that. And then um, I was at a small local video game convention. And I met uh, James, who you talked to, the uh, CEO yeah. of the company. Um, I just met him at that. And we, we, were, we were just BSing about old games and stuff. And... Um, he brought up that he wanted to make a studio that made that kind of stuff. Nice. And so as a hobby, I would do like artwork sort of in like in the technical spec of like the original NES and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like just as a hobby. And so I, you know, I told him like, Hey, I know like the technical side of like all the art stuff. Um, like if you ever, I can give you my number. And if you, you know, ever have any questions about that, just hit me up. And it, he's like, well, why don't you stop down my, down by my office like next week and just hang out. I'm like, yeah, sounds great. Go hang out. And that's my job interview. Wow. <laughs> All right. Hey, so, if, any, if you uh, learn, shoot your shot, kids. You never yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was honestly kind of not super intentional, but it, it <laughs> you know, he, he gave me a couple freelance gigs just to, just to test me out and it worked out great. And so I started doing that. Now, where 
we got to WrestleQuest is, um, I mean, that's a team effort. You know, I didn't think of that. That was, that was the whole team. Um, it's, it actually started out as a wrestling game. Really? Yeah, we wanted to make like a 16-bit wrestling game um, where you played as toys. And, awesome. Oh, that's very cool. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were all like spoofs on, you know, real guys. Yeah. And so, I mean, then that was like, something that sat on, like we started, but it ended up sitting on the back burner because we didn't really know where we wanted to go with it. And then Zach, our head of studio, started working on a story for it. And we realized that the story he was writing is not for a wrestling game. It's yeah. it's for an RPG. Yeah, that's, so, what I, that, yeah that's what I was going to say. Like, It's like one of the first wrestling like RPGs I think we've ever seen. Yeah. And, and, and so, and as the story grew, it just made more sense. And as we started looking at, you know, RPG mechanics and pro wrestling, like sort of under the same lens, like that all started coming together and making sense. And so, you know, by the time we were actually making it, there's just, we, you know, we, we knew it was like a concept that just clicked. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really apparent, you know, when you start playing the game and you see, cause it has a lot of the characteristics that you would get from, most RPGs you play, the, the the combat system, the different types of moves and taunts and specials and things like that. Like you you could play a handful, maybe more RPGs, and it's a similar build. But when you layer in the wrestling side of it, it fits so perfectly, really. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's just that, well, they're, both of them are very much about sort of this like over the top, almost cinematic action right like because yeah. in pro wrestling they're performing in front of a live crowd so they got to make sure the person sitting up in the nosebleeds has the same experience as the person sitting ringside mm-hmm. and right. so all of their motions and things are really over the top and really showy and you, same deal with rpgs right everything's yeah. crazy over the top in those games yeah for sure yeah now, who so, would have like, who, yeah who would have thought like the rpg is like a perfect match for wrestling because like if you've played wrestling games in the past where all you do is wrestle, it can get kind of repetitive and kind of boring. But if you play two, you know, the story modes of some of the bigger wrestling games out there in the world, they're too story driven and you're not doing enough wrestling. This is like match made in heaven. It was like a perfect balance. Well, and also like the mechanics of both genres sort of ended up bleeding into each other pretty well. Um, you know, in a pro re- most pro wrestling games, I mean, they're mostly like Sims, but um, in order to keep that simulation accurate, you can't do the same thing over and over and over again, right? Like it, it becomes less effective. Yeah, agreed. Um, you actually have to play to the crowd, and so we did that in WrestleQuest. You can't just like lay in strikes over and over and over again, or else it will actually start to work against you. Yeah, which I which. Which is how I won every game I ever played against my brothers back in the game. I just oh, yeah, spam that, the spam that button. Moves and yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how you do it. And then they get pissed off and be like, what are you doing? You got to do something other than kick. I'm like, why? It's working. <laughs> like Mortal Kombat, I'm just sweeping you 19 times and I'm winning. That's what's happening. You need, you need to adapt, not me. But yeah, no, that, that's the beautiful thing about that game was like, you're right. Like if you just went right to the finisher, which you can do that right away. It maybe you know lower your your opponent's stamina, but if you're not playing to that crowd, it's not it's all it's very well done in that aspect. Yeah, and even then, um, because playing to the crowd is a mechanic in the game. There's like the hype meter. There's, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen the game, um, there's a hype meter during mm-hmm. fights, and depending on uh, you can give your characters different sort of archetypes. 
like a guy could be like a showboat, so he likes to taunt a lot, or a guy's like a powerhouse, so he does a lot of big moves. If you play into those archetypes when you're fighting people, as well as sort of mixing up what you do the whole time, your hype meter will go up. And as that goes up, you get more and more moves available to you. So that the moves that they get to do get bigger and bigger the more you, more you build hype up during the fights. Yeah. And that's obviously, if you are a wrestling fan, that's what happens during the matches. The matches start off at a certain level, and the more it goes, there's the, you know, if it's a tag team match, there's the hot tags, there's this, there's that. And you build to the signature moves and the finisher moves. It very much feels like, yeah, I'm not, ha I'm not playing WWE 2K23 here, but this feels like I'm having a wrestling match in this role-playing game that is usually not built for wrestling. And I think that's kind of the beauty in it is it it has those characteristics where it does feel like you're building and building and you're actually having a full-on wrestling match even though you're not playing a stereotypical wrestling video game. Yeah, and I don't know how far you guys have made it into the game or not, but... Um eventually you'll start to even flirts around with the idea that you know matches are kind of match outcomes are kind of scripted and there's these big moments that are definitely like they're pre-planned that are going to happen um we have um a system called the dramatic moment system where in like really big matches that you have to wrestle there'll be certain beats that you have to hit yeah so like you have to like let a guy kick out after two and like there's like these like secondary objectives that you have to do because they're like pre-planned yeah and it leads to like more dr more dramatic moments and yeah like you said more dramatic moments longer dramatic matches and yeah it's it's just it's very clever and i know you said it's a team effort um and things of that nature so i'm i'm you know like i said we told we talked about our age at the beginning all of a sudden you know my favorite wrestler of all time is the macho man Randy Savage. it's my favorite wrestler yeah. <laughs> of all time uh are, are you a fan of the game at all uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cast of the game. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was going to be really fitting for someone like me. So uh, that I was, was like, going to be know. one of my like questions to you was like because there, there's about 40 different wrestlers or so in it. Jake the Snake, you know, he, he said yeah. you know, Macho Man's in there. Cal Hero, the back, the pack back, the fanny pack hero like, backpack. I don't know why I think. Can, can I tell you real quick? I, personally, to me, funny Cal Hero story. Yes, yeah. please. Um, so I told you guys a little bit about this before the show um, that at PAX East in Boston this past year, I had my debut mm -hmm. in a wrestling match. Yeah. And um, so the gimmick was I was this, you know, asshole, like um, manager guy, you know, I was the Nash villain. I had a cowboy hat. Oh, nice. <laughs> and <laughs> big FU aviators. And yeah. I come out to the ring with this phony WrestleQuest contract and I say, I'm going to like cancel the game. I, I have the rights to it. And I'm like, you know, yelling at the crowd, telling them to shut Shane up. Shane McMahon stuff. style. Yeah. <laughs> and the then I, I sick it. I sick a goon on my, uh, on Megacat's head of studio, Zach. Zach beats the goon, kicks me in the head, rips the contract up. Um, but was wild. <laughs> the night before that, they did. It was insane. <laughs> The night before that, though, we were out to dinner and Cal was with us. Um, and I think it was James asked him, like, hey, Cal, do you have any advice for Andy for being an asshole manager? He's like, 
you made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's like, keep being a manager. <laughs> At your wrestling debut, you 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 know had a Cal Hero story. I did a commentary gig, my first ever commentary gig at a, mat, a wrestling show he wrestled at like a few weeks ago. And I met him. And he's a very nice guy. So when I saw him in the game, I was like, Super holy nice crap, yeah. this is dope. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I was gonna say with the with the, the soup with like the list of characters. Like, was there somebody that you just like you said we have to have them in this game no matter what? Or like I'm done with the game. <laughs> I'm not doing it unless we uh, get LA Park, dude. Yeah, LA Park all day. It's my favorite Hell, wrestler. Yeah. I, I, they, he was he's in that game because I wanted him in that game. We all gotta sort of pick out our favorite how, guys. How do you limit like how do you like cut it off at some point because you know being a huge wrestling fan and you could we could go for days just listing just oh yeah i mean if it was up to me there'd be like five thousand characters in this game (laughs) (laughs) but there's a lot of factors right so we got to do what works for the story of the game especially with an rpg it's very story driven like we got to do what works for that um we got to work with people who want to work with us that's also another big part of it and sometimes they would lead to other people and we'd look at that and see if we wanted him in with LA park. We had to have his sons in. That was, that was the deal. Yeah. He refused to do it if his sons weren't in the game. Sure. And so, you know, that led to a whole side quest involving LA park and his sons. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, some of those guys just led to other people. I mean, cause they're friends, you know, yeah. They're all, all these guys know each other. Yeah, for sure. And you even got, uh, you know, like obviously we're right now we're on a live stream right here, but we we do podcasts and stuff like that. You got Conrad Thompson as well, who's Conrad, like yeah, the king of wrestling podcasts. A lot right. of a lot of these older wrestlers, you know, their voices are still heard today because of Conrad and yeah, uh, the, the network he's created. Yeah, I'm pretty Jeff sure Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's the one that hooked him, hooked us, hooked us up with Conrad. Okay, so oh, you were so you were working with Jarrett first before Conrad. Okay, yeah, Jarrett came Conrad. in pretty early in, and he was pretty heavily involved. Um, okay, cool, very cool. Yeah, he was our gut check, right? Because none of us are wrestlers. That yeah. dude's a legend. Of course, he's been at, still he's going been in that business forever, like for yeah. a real long time now. He knows it. Still and winning so, championships um, and everything. Literally, still winning championships to this day in AEW. Still doing the damn thing. So yeah. Uh, so you know, anytime because our. I like to say our game is not really a wrestling game. It's a game about wrestling, right? Most of yeah. the story has to do with behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so he was our guy for that. We'd be like, hey, is this like accurate to how it really is? And he'd be the guy to be like, oh, yeah, totally. Or no, you guys need to do it this way. I mean, what, I mean, when you what, think of a, a handful of names <laughs> that you would want helping you with that. His dad ran a wrestling company. He's been wrestling for 40, 50 yeah. years. Like that's the type oh, of yeah. guy you want as your main it, guy, you know? And still got to be one of the busiest guys in the industry. Oh, for sure. I We did um, Starcat, or Starcade. Starcast. Yeah. Starcast. 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 Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the yeah, old yeah. pay-per-view. Um, we did, we, we had a booth at Starcast, um, and he was at that. Uh, he was doing Ric Flair's last match was his thing, but that wasn't yeah. all he was doing. He was doing Starcast that weekend, all, all in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Starcast, Flair's mm-hmm. last match, and SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just he, one after another. That's right. He was on SummerSlam that weekend. He yeah, yeah. He, he, was was like, he was like a special ref or something. <laughs> I forgot. Because I remember being on this very show going, why is Jeff Jarrett special guest refereeing a Street Profits yeah. tag match? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So just like boom, boom, boom. Hey, we maybe got like five minutes. We're, we're all friends with him. You know, like when we do shows, we usually like go out and have dinner. We made like five minutes with him that weekend because he was just so busy. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. I can talk about that guy all day. I mean, <laughs> He's hey, a lot of fun. I, yeah. I, I am a big fan of Jeff Jarrett. I still am of the stuff he's doing. Um, that had to be, and for me, right. And I don't know, obviously you, you grew up as a big time wrestling fan. Is there ever, and I'm sure there are a hundred of them, but is there ever a point you just take a step back and you just go, I'm friends with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. The first time I, we went out with him, I was like, what yeah. the hell? I'm going out. I'm like I'm in like, an I'm, Uber going out to dinner with Jeff Jarrett yeah. right now. This is you know wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, so um, like- we, we yeah, did some so. promotional videos. Jeff's in one of them. Jeff's in a couple of them. And uh, we got a couple other guys that were in the game. So um, Al Snow's there and uh, DDP. And DDP was another one of those. I was going to ask about DDP. I've heard he is the hell a is going on in my life right DDP. now. I'm like shooting yeah. a scene with DDP. Yeah, like, right? Insane. <laughs> yeah, like we're the same age. Like DDP at one point was the most popular guy, guy in WCW. He's, He's the dude. real people's champion, dude. Yeah. Like, I still feel the cell five five, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that smells like Teen Spirit kind of ripoff song. It was like, hell yeah, dude! Like this is my yeah. and he, he when he was at his height, dude, he was already like in his mid to late forties. Like he was, oh yeah, he was so like, like where you know you usually hit your prime or whatever. This dude was like 45, 46 years old, just becoming the most popular wrestler, maybe in the world at that point when he was at his height. And it's like you're working with him on a video game, like next to him, just going like, holy shit, man. Yeah, I'm literally yeah, standing next to Diamond Dallas Page talking about regular shit. That's I would incredible. say the other the other time was actually probably one of the first ones we got was um and it's really one of the ones that led to us getting everything else. Um going into to work one day and hearing that we heard back from Andre the, the Giants estate. Incredible. And they were very excited about it and they were like yeah you know this is something andre would definitely would have wanted to do like is like he would have put a stamp on this immediately like right. that that was a moment where it's like yeah i mean i i have serious. an andre that i have an andre the giant picture that is over my shoulder every every show that i do here he is like he's one of my you know every book that's ever been written every documentary everything that's ever i like i swallow it all up i'm like so infatuated by that guy and like the myth of who he was and just everything that comes yeah. with it. And like, Oh yeah. That would have been I mean, a surreal yeah. moment for me. If like, yeah, that, like, that was really, yeah. yeah. For, I think for a lot of us, the first moment we we're like, wow. Like we were like, wow, this is like serious now. Yeah. I mean, on, yeah. Go ahead. Boyle. Oh, I was just gonna, you kind of touched on it a little bit with the under the giants. I was gonna say, when did you guys realize like you had something here. You caught lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Because one of the things I've noticed, and as being a wrestling fan who's played wrestling video games his whole life, like it, the the review community on it can be very harsh. And you guys have yeah. seemed to just getting positive reviews after positive reviews from all over the place. Like, when did you guys like? Okay, we got something here. This thing's going to be much bigger than maybe we even anticipated. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the wrestlers as great as they are. Um, it wasn't really the wrestlers that did it for us. Uh, it wasn't anything we did. Um, I mean, we make video games. We make them for other people, right? Mm. And so one, yeah. the first year at PAX that we showed it off, that was the moment. When okay. we saw people who were either fans of wrestling or fans of RPGs, but not both, sort of kind of convert into fans of both right in front of us. 
that was like the moment where we're like, okay, we we're doing something right now. Like we're doing something that people are going to enjoy. Like we're, we're making people fans of things that they weren't fans of before. Like that's, yeah. that's powerful. And so that was really, that's, I think that's for a lot of us, the moment where we, we knew we were kind of onto something with this game. Yeah. That's awesome. And I guess, uh, you know, kind of my next question um, was going to be, so obviously like, like Pluggo said, you're getting, you're getting, you know, good reviews. It's over, it's overwhelmingly positive about the game and stuff. Have you heard any, obviously you worked with the wrestler, so I'm sure you got, I mean, I, I'm sure they played it or most of them played it. Might've given, have you gotten any, like some cool feedback from wrestlers? Maybe you weren't expecting or just the feedback in general you've gotten from, from, you know, everyday people like the three of us and other people like that, but like from the wrestling community, any strong feedback or surprising feedback that you maybe you weren't expecting to hear from or something like that. I I think most of the things that surprised me were the people who are like either former guys or or guys that are are doing it now who wanted to be in it. Mm. Like Starcast, there was there was a good amount of that. Well I mean yeah you can find a lot of yeah. Yeah. We we had we had some some people. Well, why not? Why am I not in the game? Why? What about me? What's yeah, the- yeah. Well, they're like, oh, how do I get in this? It's like, well, yeah. you, you talk to your bosses, like. Yeah, yeah. Some of this is our decision, control, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, it's up to us. You'd all be in, but hey. Yeah. Which is that? Is that a plan to do like a sequel, like a Wrestle Quest Two, or is this going to be a game that you guys just? Down like a I don't know I'm not a super big gamer in the sense of all the terminology but like add patches to it or update it. Yeah, we have we have some potential plans for DLC. Nothing I can really talk about right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's stuff that might not necessarily happen. So, um, but we there are some plans for us to make additional con- post-launch content for this game. Um, I can't guarantee that personally. Because yeah, yeah, I'm not at liberty to do that, but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there, there is some plans in the works. Yeah, we don't want to get you in trouble. No, no, we're, we're not trying. Yeah. To, we're, not trying to, we're not trying to. Do we that. like you, Andrew. We want to keep you around. Oh so. yeah, for yeah, sure. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, so now that this game has kind of turned in, because obviously you said, well, the original thought was that we wanted to just make a real, like a real, just old fashioned wrestling game, but we wanted it to be action figures, like the the toys that were wrestling. Now that it obviously, like you said, once you saw the story and you were like, wait a minute, that's not for that type of game. That's for this type of game. Are are there, obviously you're making different games. You're not just all making all wrestling games or anything like that. But is there any yeah. talk now with the overwhelming success and good, you know, reviews and things like that, that maybe this opens up more wrestling games for you guys um, in the future or more of something in that world? You know, I mean, I think we'd all love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're all, I mean... We're all wrestling fans, even guys on the team who weren't um, before going in. Yeah. Um, AEW was gracious enough at one point to give us some front front row seats to uh, Dynamite. Nice. When they were in town. And uh, that was like, we, we took, it was like, you know, the few of us that were big wrestling fans. And then some of the guys that weren't, we took them with us. Mm. instant conversion you know <laughs> yeah like they they instantly went from like not being too into it to, to like super fans and so uh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that'll do it i would i've been i've been lucky enough to go to a few aew shows the environment at an aew show if you have people that used to be interested in wrestling but aren't anymore or just want to see what it's about if you bring them to an aew show they're gonna have a good time they're gonna have. Yeah, they're a lot time. of fun. Uh, you should see them here because Britt Baker's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah. Nuts. That's 
That's my favorite thing of like the AEW crowd is like they play to this like Britt may be a heel, but in Pittsburgh. Oh no, yeah. She ain't, she ain't MJF. Here, <laughs> yeah, right. MJF <laughs> in Long Island, he's a god, but everywhere else, you know, we hate on him. I'm, I'm kicking myself. It's a real life heel here. Yeah. I'm a bad <laughs> fan because like they were in my neck of the woods yesterday. I didn't even know it. It was about a three-hour yeah. drive, and when I figured out AEW, because I haven't been to an AEW event yet, I was like, ah, oh, crap, missed my chance there. Hopefully, they'll be back around soon. Yeah, I bet. I, bet. I like the early one. So I went to an AEW event um, right when they kind of first started up, and those were a lot of fun because it's, oh, yeah. it's a good show. AEW puts on a good show, but then like afterwards – like Cody Rhodes and MJF would just come out and start bullshit. <laughs> yep. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I was lucky enough. I'm I'm from the Boston area, and Boston got the second ever Dynamite. We had the second ever Dynamite, and the show was great. Like uh, that was when Private Party beat the Young Bucks in that tag team tournament. Everyone was going bananas. On friggin' Dark, there was a Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega street fight. Where no holds barred, they're going through tables off ladder. It was friggin' wild. It was like, okay, this is on dark. All right, great. Um, but then afterwards, like you said, uh, Cody Rhodes came out, the elite came out, and they all were just in the ring for like 20 minutes, literally just bullshitting with each other, yeah, making the people that goofing off, yeah. yeah, making the you know, the the one fourth of people that were still there, uh. It was hilarious. It was 20 minutes of them literally just bullshitting with each other and cracking jokes and cracking wise. And it was just, yeah, it was just the atmosphere at AEW shows are just, you know, people are excited to be there. They want to have a good time and they have a good time. Um, yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, man. All right. So <laughs> now do you pay? So I know, you know, we were talking a little bit beforehand um, before we get you out of here in a few minutes. Do you keep up with a lot of the current products i know you said obviously you've been to a few aew shows like do you yeah, keep I'll, up I'll, regularly with the current stuff either wwe uh, aew I don't, or I don't, I don't really keep up regularly with it but i like still keep up on aew like i got my favorites and stuff like i'll keep up on aew enough for that like i, I joked around and said he's a real life heel but i love mjf that's oh yeah oh, oh yeah current day probably my favorite wrestler um, yeah yeah he's just time. fantastic at his job and I, the reason i called him a real life heel is he actually um changed uh Security protocols at Pittsburgh International Airport. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a statue of a uh, Franco Harris, the Pittsburgh Steeler, yeah. um, catching the immaculate reception. There's like a big deal to all of us here. Yeah, of course. Um, so it's like Franco Harris sort of like leaning forward, and uh, MJF takes this picture and puts it on social media of him standing behind it with like his hands on his hips. Yep, yep, yep. I remember <laughs> that. Oh god. And, and now that 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 statue is no longer in that location, and they've changed security protocols around it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, we could, if you want, Andrew, we could go all day on JPJ's takes on the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, we don't have to do that. I'm a <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> probably knows my takes on. I know. Uh, I, I, I get it, man. I'm from Pittsburgh. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh. Unless I'm talking about baseball, everyone hates me. That's fair. <laughs> and, hey, look, and I'm from Boston. I, I think everyone just hates me anyway because I'm from Boston. Yeah. So that's it, just what it is. And now if I'm talking about baseball, everyone just pities me. So that's, yes, that's, that's true. And uh, oddly enough, <laughs> yeah. the Pittsburgh Pirates are the only team in Pittsburgh that like I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Losing a being, in sports history, yeah, man. Being, being a Boston fan, I'm like, I don't mind the Pirates. I'm like, the Steelers, rotten hell. No, that's, I'm just like, you know. Well, that's but, because uh, the, I say Pirates, that the Pirates ownership, every time they get an inkling of good, they're like, trade them away. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do this. 
Yeah. And, and one honest, of my favorite, all right, I, I know we keep like just going off on tangents here, that's but fine. Um, oh, yeah, totally. one of my favorites is uh, Michael Keaton's from Pittsburgh. Yes. He's a Pittsburgh native. And so about once a year, Michael Keaton will call into local sports talk radio to like piss and moan about Pirates management. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it always happens. Like once a year, he'll do it. That's amazing. hilarious. That's, That's hilarious. amazing. I love Michael. That's Keaton. dedication uh, right there. It is. Yeah. It, um, he's probably doing some big Hollywood movie, and he's like, "Wait a minute! Wait yeah, a minute! I gotta call. Gotta a, I gotta, gotta call take, ESPN nine sixty real quick." Yeah, yeah. Talk I gotta to take me. like ten minutes out of my day to complain about this. I gotta talk to Mad Dog and Merrill real fast. <laughs> I like, like, I am a very passionate sports fan. I I I happen to live in an area where, for the most part, the teams are competitive most of the time, and the they try to win. I can only imagine how frustrating it would be, and I get it sometimes. Especially like, I think, a guy our age, because you yes. know the Pirates were a good baseball team in our lifetime. Yeah, I had. <laughs> so the I was a big time Pirates fan as a kid. I was a huge. I yeah. still am, but like I I was a huge one as a kid. So like yeah. And I doing that up until you're like nine years old and then having them lose for like 20 years straight. Yeah. That was rough. In grand fashion too. Yeah. And I, and I view that like I kind of did the opposite when I was super younger, all my teams sucked. And then when I was a teenager in high school, that's when Boston had this magical run of the last 20 years where it was like, Holy crap, we win all the time. And so, you know, it's kind of the opposite, but like, I can only imagine how frustrating, like you said, how frustrating it is to be a fan of something. And you obviously root for like, you know, we come from cities, Pittsburgh, Boston. I know Pluggo's near Chicago. He's a <laughs> you guys want to talk about yeah. frustrating. We come from cities <laughs> yeah. where if you're a sports fan, you give a shit about this. Like you care about it. Like it's we part of yeah. who you are as a person. You know what I mean? And but here's you know what you know what's great about the pirates now though, I bet I pay a lot less to go see a baseball game than you. Oh, <laughs> brother! I bet you no your matter. best seats, your best seats are probably more uh, least expensive than our worst seats. That's how yeah, expensive Red Sox um, tickets are. It is a joke. It is yeah. a joke how expensive they are. I can go um, to a baseball game for like twenty bucks. Yeah, I wish twenty bucks doesn't even yeah. buy me a fucking beer at Fenway Park. Yeah. So. Uh, for love of God. Anyway, and then and they, the worst part about it is no, because the Cubs have the same problem. No matter how bad they are now, the tickets are still expensive. Oh yeah, because, that's because they oh, had yeah. that like we had that twenty sixteen championship, so like we're still riding high on that over in Chicago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, tickets are still nuts. You're like, come on, we're not well, good anymore. That, that's that's how we feel whenever we have a winning season. <laughs> like the four I mean, times yeah. in my lifetime we've been over five and like been like we won the World Series. Oh, I just <laughs> I'd be walking around that city. I'd have parades for that if it was me. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't. Everybody <laughs> suck it. We're the best. <laughs> You, uh, went, that, you went 83 we and the, 79, guys. Boy, yeah, that, one, that one year we went to the ALDS, he thought the world was going to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel I, I feel like the, like two out of the last three years or something like that, you guys have like started. You've had a decent April. And everyone's oh. like, oh. Oh, oh, the, oh, welcome to the past 20 years of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Yeah, man. there you go. You guys have a decent <laughs> April. It's like, oh, shit, O'Neill Cruz, you got all these young guys. They're looking good. Yeah. And then he breaks his fucking ankle. He's out for six weeks. And then yep. you guys lose yeah. 11 in a row. And it's like, oh, no, they're, they're still the Pirates. They're still the Pirates. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens every year. 
It's, yeah. it, it's been happening <laughs> since I was a kid. <laughs> oh, man. Well, but I know I don't ever want them to creep back up in the standings, except for well, you. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, but the Pirates are absolutely one of those teams that if they made it to the playoffs one year and like the Sox weren't involved, I would be like, I'm sure my Pirates, Pirates t-shirt today. I wasn't thinking. like I, I root for the teams depending on who you are. But I, I root for the teams that haven't won in a while. If they're in it, I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously going to root for them. Yeah. Why the hell wouldn't I want them to win? They they haven't won. In oh, man, forever. dude. Uh, the- even even just going to like the World Series would be like one of the greatest sports feel good stories of oh, all time. I think. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, to kind like of we wouldn't like, even we, it could be like Rudy. Like we wouldn't even need to win, you know. No, get, I mean getting there would be the achievement. <laughs> hey, Rudy, they yeah. won that game. I, I watched Rudy yesterday. I'm from South. Bend, I thought they so lost that one. Sorry. No, they it, won like, that bad boy. Plugo, yeah, it's, Plugo it's like, was it's like Rocky. You don't have to watch win. out. <laughs> I was gonna say, watch out, watch out with the Rudy talk. I'll get fired yeah. up on that. That's my. I watch that every year for football. Did they win season. in Brian's song. Maybe they didn't win Brian's song. I haven't seen Brian. <laughs> you haven't seen Brian's song, bro? No. What? I haven't. What's wrong with you? Do That's this like yeah, every totally other Brian song. What am I saying? That, that movie's sad as hell. That movie's sad as hell. That's, that's what I hear. Maybe I didn't want to feel sad, but no. And Rudy, they were beating him so bad. That he was trying to play all the seniors, and the coach didn't want to play Rudy. Right? Yeah, the yeah. Just, Everybody cheers. So. The team, the team was like, yeah. "I'm not going to play." Fun fact: I went down, down, down. Montana didn't like Rudy at all. Said that the chair chanting thing was fake, and they pulled yeah. him off. They carried him off the field as more of a rib than anything, because they all thought he was a jerk. So, movie <laughs> pretty much made up at that point. But yeah, I think you're. <laughs> Is, your, is, your, is his audio sounding cracked to you, Andrew, as well? My audio is cracking up a little bit. Yeah, your audio uh, just – something just happened. You, like, re, you repeated yourself, and now you are cracked every time you're talking, bro. Am I still cracked? Oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, snowy, no. bro. It's snowy, bro. Snowy, bro. Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to unplug your, your whatever yeah. and then plug it back in see what happens there. But, like, yeah. But, um, all right, so, so to, to kind of bring – so – Obviously, you work for this studio. Do you have any upcoming? Is is so? Again, as someone who's a big gamer, I don't know much about like the process of everything. So obviously, it t- I know it takes a long time to create and finish a video game and get it out and things like that. Um, do you do you have other games in the pipeline that you have been working on that are coming out soon uh, that the studio is really looking forward to, or is this kind of hey, we just released this, we're kind of enjoying the ride of this release for a little bit before we then work on our next thing or release our next. I, thing. I, I can't. Well, we're, we're working on other stuff and I can't speak yeah. for anyone else, but I'm always looking forward on that stuff. I'm like thinking about the next project already. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. But yeah, we have stuff in the works. I can't say what it is, say what yeah. all of it is, but yeah. uh, we actually shortly before um, WrestleQuest came out, we released on steam early access a, uh, tie-in game to that movie Renfield that came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Over the summer. Yeah, like Nicolas Cage yep. as Dracula. Yeah. We uh, we, did, we did a tie-in for that movie that came out on Steam. It's still on Early Access right now. That's been pretty That's been pretty fun. Nice. How is, is this better? Oh, yeah, much better. Okay. I wonder if I just oh, yeah, had a weird kid. Thank you. I try. I had, one, I had one question before we get you out of here, and it kind of ties into where you can find the game. So it could be, how did the Netflix thing come to be? That to me was kind of cool because, like, I saw like, oh, you can download it on Netflix, and so I went on my phone, got on Netflix, and sure enough, like, I can have the game. How did that come to be? That seems to be a new thing, at least to a guy like me. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that is, it's a real new thing. And uh, that was um, our publisher, Skybound, helped out a lot with getting that to happen. Um, they, they, they were kind of the ones running point on uh, getting that deal for us. And that was great, you know. And, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, any platform I can get, the more people I can get to play the game, the better, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm making games for them to play. So that that was I thought that was great. I, I yeah, because I, I didn't even somebody had said, "Hey, yo, it's on Netflix. If you've got a Netflix account, it's included." And I just was like, "That's definitely new." So yeah, like yeah, I've got RetroQuest right here on my like phone. That. It's yeah. own little app and everything. It's that, that's so dope. As the kids yeah, say, for, yeah. For someone <laughs> like me, look, obviously I've had Netflix up for a long time. I yeah, it was the first time I was like, "Wait a minute, a video game on Netflix like that is new, and that could really." If this goes well, and it's like, you know, a lot of people on Netflix are like, yeah, we're, we're getting downloading this, playing it through whatever that, like you said, could really change the game of, you know, yeah, that's just another that, outlet uh, to release stuff, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I'll, and I'll say like, you know, it feels good to me to hear there's a couple people that found out about it through WrestleQuest. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. When you think about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. All right, cool. So, um, why don't you let the people know where they can find some more stuff about Mega Cat Studios, some more games that you've released, and where they can find you uh, and um, your studio on social medias if they want to get more information about other games and just what you guys, what else you guys do over there at Mega Cat. Yeah, sure. Um, you can you can find us on our website, megacatstudios.com. It has so much stuff on there. Um, blog posts about making retro video games and like info, information about games we have out and games we have coming out. Um, that's that, that's a great place to look. Uh, social media at Megacat Studios everywhere um, that you can think of. Um, and uh, you know, uh, we release our games: Steam, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. Now Netflix. Yeah. Look for Megacat Studios on any of those platforms. You'll be able to find Russell Quest and a couple others. Awesome. And I I have been playing in it. I am I assume I am nowhere near done the game, but I have put in a good amount of hours so far. It is a blast. I'm having a great time. I recommend it to anybody. If you like RP even if you're not a wrestling fan, if you like just RPG video games, uh you will enjoy this game. And then you might even end up falling, hopefully falling in love with wrestling too, or falling back in love with wrestling. It 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 checks both boxes, whether you're a wrestling fan and you like RPGs or you're just one or the other. I think this is a game that you will love because it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's a damn good time. The time flies when you're playing it. Uh, you know, when I first got my hands on it, I was like, yeah, I'll dabble for a few hours. I ended up playing for like five hours. And I was like, it's late. <laughs> I need to wake up early tomorrow. But this is so fun. I don't want to stop playing it. This is really a good time. Uh so yeah, uh, really good stuff. Uh, I, I I assume you guys are super proud of the game. You should be. It is very very good. So yeah, it was a long road. And we're, we're real happy. Yeah, good. I, I love it, man. Thank you for being here. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for being cool with the rescheduling with everything that went on. That was uh, yeah, no worries. You know, very cool on your end to be you know uh, allow us to kind of turn it turn it upside down on a whim like that when everything went down. So yeah, no worries. You, I, I I totally got it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you are welcome here anytime, my friend. Anytime you want to hop on, chat, whatever, old school wrestling. I'll I'll talk 90s wrestling with you anytime you want. So you hit me up, yeah. plug up. We'll get you. We got to do those uh, Hanna-Barbera WWE oh, crossover. Yeah, no, 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 no,
Yeah, so this came up before the show. Um, so one of my favorite stories about modern wrestling is when CM Punk got fired by the WWE. He actually was contractually obligated to provide voice acting for a crossover between the WWE and the Flintstones. <laughs> and so after he got fired, they had to fly him out to where they were doing a pay-per-view to record his voice for this Flintstones cartoon where he's like the bad guy in it. And it just, the whole thing is just real fantastic to watch because it's just, it's just the, the cream of the crop when it comes to just silly <laughs> wrestling, wrestling stuff. I was telling you guys the undertakers in it. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's a part where like Fred's doing something kind of shitty to Barney and and you get the Undertaker in his like gravelly Undertaker voice go, but Barney's your best friend. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. I know what I'm doing this weekend. It's a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, I haven't seen. I saw the Scooby Doo ones that went straight yeah, to those video. Those made WWE. sense though, right? Like, no. yeah, okay, like they yeah. run into the Undertaker, you know? <laughs> no, no, but I I, I yeah. haven't watched that Flintstone one. And yeah, now, the Flintstones one's just like so weird. I'm gonna have to find it. I'm gonna have probably to find like, it. Let's not push this too hard. We just fired that guy. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Playing the bad guy. It's like you know. And speak of the devil, you know, very uh, topical conversation. With he got fired CM on Punk his wedding. Fired. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Out. <laughs> um, that's a funny story. So anybody that's out there, if you like the Flintstones, or you just want to yeah. see some gold entertainment. Go find the WWE crossover with the Flintstones and, and enjoy that. I know I'm going to once we get off these airwaves. I'm going to try Andrew to find Andrew has ruined my weekend because that's what I'm going to do. Leave me alone, honey. I got to watch this. Yeah, I need to watch this. It sounds too good to be true. That's awesome. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, and you are, like we said, yes, open door anytime. policy, my friend, man. You are welcome back anytime. Just hit us up. We'll have you on. We'll do some old school wrestling retrospectives. We'll do some old. We'll do a bunch of stuff. Uh, anytime you want to hop on here, you are more than welcome, my friend. Yeah, Great. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, have a good you. rest of your night. Thank you so much for joining All us. Right, take it easy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Andrew Marsh, the cinematic director of mega cat studios go do yourselves a favor go check that out wrestle quest it is like i said i'm not just saying that because he was on the show it's a bunch of fun you saw me playing it for a few hours on here too it is a ton of fun uh yeah. you will enjoy yourself big time um all right fuck <laughs> he said all right fuck plug what what did i do punk day baby God, this guy. Wait, do I got? What did old Philly Phil do this week? Uh, Philly Phil got his ass fired this week. That's what he did. That's what he did this week. Let me uh... update, baby. Bro. So let's set the stage. Last week we were on this program with Bro. Mike from Indeed. We were talking about the fallout from All In, where he got into a bit of a tiff with Jungle Boy backstage. We were trying to debate, what do you do now with old Philly Phil here? There was, you know, obviously we kind of tossed around, like maybe they should let him go. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yada, yada, yada. The usual stuff with old Philly Phil. That's what he does. He, he likes to he likes to get in these little tussles. So what day was that? It was Saturday, right? It was, right. Saturday. It was, uh, it was hours before no. payback. Yeah, it, it was, was Saturday afternoon. I'm sitting around the house. It was I at see 4:30 in the afternoon on Saturday. <laughs> Just 
Notre AEW. Dame games well in hand. I'm sitting oh, there. Yeah. A- AEW releases a statement on Twitter. I have the statement here. I will read it verbatim. Tell them when they're telling lies, Philly oh, Phil. Oh, boy. It says, All Elite Wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employment agreements between Philip Brooks, CM Punk, and AEW with, with cause effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, general manager, and head of creative of AEW. The termination follows a week-long internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW All in London on Sunday, August 27th. Following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to, to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement. Phil played an important role uh, within AEW, and I thank him for his contributions. The termination of his AEW contracts with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interests of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, staff, venue operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world. <laughs> so that... Look. Yeah. Look. Look, yeah. I'm not, I'm never, I'm never keen and big on people losing their jobs and boot off their tables, so to speak. It is what it is. But what did he, what, what did they expect Tony Khan to do? Cause I've seen both. All right, Phil, you're hurting my neck. You gotta go. Phil, I gotta, I gotta get about, he's like staring at me. It's weird. <laughs> um, no, like. I saw both sides of it. I saw the discourse where there's a super set of fans that are mad about it, that they fired him because he's the biggest star in the companies. You know, the AEW haters all of a sudden came out and were like, he's the only reason this show's watchable. And it's like, you're not watching anyway. But, and I'm not excusing Jack Perry here either. I don't nope. know. I, I will say, I think, you know, he could have handled himself maybe a little different or ran it by whatever. I, I think Punk was over the line too further than Perry. Mm -hmm. So yes, suspending Jack Perry is the right move, but Punk doesn't want to be there. Clearly, he didn't want to be there. We all forget Tony Khan had to threaten legal action just to get him to show back up after the brawl out. Mm -hmm. I think this is best for everybody. This is this is one of those things where it's like, we tried it. You have to try it. I think any company in the world that has a chance at CM Punk should try it because why wouldn't you? You all want to be the girlfriend that changed him, right? Well, he's yeah. not going to change. It is what it is. If he's backstage, and if that report, the way Tony Khan had said it, where he was feared for his life and Punk is lunging at Tony Khan, you can't have a talent going after the boss like that and keep him employed. It sets a terrible precedent for the rest of the roster that that's okay. Plug I, I just, oh if, if, if mind-blowing. If it were you, me, anybody else at our job and we got physical with a coworker, and then we lunged and apparently according to Dave Meltzer, take his word for what you will. He said when he used the term lunge, he was being generous. He was being generous to CM Punk. That's a quote. Yeah. So if you have a, if you have an employee that gets physical with the coworker 
And then on top of that is potentially physically threatening the boss. You're gone, man. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. You could be an A-plus worker. You're gone. You are gone. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of discourse of like, well, Jungle Boy, Then you know, a lot of people saying, well, Jungle Boy should be fired as well. And Jack Perry shouldn't have a job at blah, blah. First of all, Jack Perry, for what we know, has no prior. There's no prior incidents with Jack Perry. I mean, we've heard that we've heard little rumors and rumblings here and there that Jack per the Jack Perry you see on screen now is more so the who Jack Perry maybe is. Maybe he is. But even if that's the case, if you're just an arrogant, you know, prick for lack of a better word, you can deal with that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Once you start going at the CEO of the company and taking swings and swipes and you got to go. <sighs> There was and nothing. I don't think there was anything else they could have done. I don't think suspending him would have mattered because it would have just loomed over everybody's head when he's coming back. And it just the juice was not worth the squeeze. I, I truly think that they did more long-term damage to the company than they did gain in the short term with him. I know that the collision was on his back. Warner Brothers wanted him to be a part of it. Obviously, the viewership went significantly down. I think had more of that had to do with payback being at that same time. College football started. College football started. A lot of things that factored into yeah, it. The, I know Tony Khan got booed. And again, two of us on this show, we like CM Punk. We're CM Punk fans of I like how you said two of us on this show. Like there's more than two of us on no, this show. No, but action. you know what I mean? The both of us here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we have openly said. <laughs> who else you working with, JPJ? Yeah, who else? Yeah, but we have openly said how much we enjoy CM Punk's work. Openly. Yeah. He's I your favorite it. of all time. Yeah. Like it is what it is, but objectively you have to look at it and you have to say, what was the best thing for the company to do? And this is twice now in a year. No matter who started it, who did what, blah, 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 how'd this start, how, whatever. This is two times in a year. Last year at All Out, oh, Big Ben, my man, popping in. Shout out to Big Ben. Shout out to Uproar. Go watch Uproar on YouTube. It's back, baby, season yeah. two. And our buddy Mike, who uh, he's not in the Big chat yet, but our buddy swinging. Mike, go oh, watch Indeed ben. because Ben gave him an overhand chop. <laughs> That everyone should see. I'll just leave it at that. I'm glad that when Ben when Ben was on interviewing with me, he didn't chop me. He just channeled all his anger towards Zach's Quizplex questions. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, we I love mean, that. we love it, Big Ben. Look, it, it is what it is. But last year, you had all out that happened. It was a great event, and the only thing that anybody talked about after all out was the brawl between mm -hmm. CM Punk and the Elite. Last week, you have the biggest show in the history of AEW. They sell out 81,000, whatever it was. They have a really good show. And what is every, what is anybody talking about? <laughs> CM They're Punk. not talking about All In. They're talking about CM Punk and Jack Perry and the bullshit that happened. Has anybody, has anybody checked in on Spindrift or Mindy's Muffins to make sure they're okay? Because they've just lost their big, they chopped it so hard. Made two rock songs out of it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's that just, poor chest. Oh, he showed me the picture. He had a handprint on it. Two days later, <laughs> two days later, he had a handprint. Still incredible. Well, here's um, the thing. Yeah, that's what he said. It's 
even like you're as AEW in the grand scheme of things, you're you're in your infancy. Your infancy, I can't speak. You know, you're young. You're, you're still under three, five years old. Still under five years old. You're trying to get all the goodwill you can, and two of your biggest events you've had to date were marred by. Bullshit. controversy and BS backstage and issues amongst talent and fighting. And both of the times it was CM Punk and we all know, and you guys, they know too, cause they signed the guy. He's going to derive a lot of the media attention. So if CM Punk gets into a scuffle backstage, it's going to be headline news because it's CM Punk. No disrespect to like Peter Avalon or anything like that. But if he gets into a scuffle backstage, it might make, it'll make fightful, but it's not going to be, blown up you know what i mean it's it's this well, big deal Guevara and andrade got into a scuffle unknown scuffle and people talked about that for a day mm-hmm. and that was it but when it happens to be cm punk we're, it's it's been over almost two weeks and the dude got fired and we're still talking about it we're still talking about it <laughs> and now you know the counter I mean? the counter's reset on when will he show up in wwe yeah and then yeah. that's the that's the new news cycle now all of a sudden is it's Oh, all right. Well, 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 Survivor Series is in Chicago. Why not? Well, you, you know, I see things out there like, who do you want CM Punk to fight at WrestleMania next year? It's like, all right, how about he? How about who's who's to say that WWE would want him back? Yeah, you don't think? Don't get me wrong. As he a business, will, it makes you, sense. You got to have a conversation with the guy if he wants to go back there. Triple H needs to at least have a conversation. But at the same time. You don't think that there's performers over in the WWE that if they heard, they would go to Hunter and be like, hey, can we talk about this? Like if if Hunter, not Hunter, if Roman, Seth, KO, Sami Zayn, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Becky, the, the veterans, the veteran crew that leads the company, if they all were like, oh, we heard they're going to th- thinking about bringing CM Punk in, we feel kind of iffy about that. And they all went to Hunter and were like, hey, can we have a conversation about this? Yeah. What if they were like, we don't want him here. We don't want him here. Look what he did over there. We don't want him here. Seth I mean, Rollins it, it, is openly. Seth Rollins was asked by Nick House yeah, earlier. Yeah, exactly. That video has been circulating. The interwebs were like, "What? Dirty Phil? Well, yeah, whatever, Billy, Phil. Billy, don't Billy. want him here. He's a cancer. Nope, 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 nope." Billy Phil, you can stay over there. Yeah, you can stay over there. We don't need you here. But and that's and that's the thing. Like, and I and I get it. It's wrestling. Star power drives wrestling. But at the same time, if you're trying to build a something, you're trying to build a culture. Because I'm breaking shit here. How are you doing over there, bro? Just remodeling. Um, you're trying to build a culture. Chemistry matters. And there was already talk when he walked in the door the first time if this was the right decision. And then he, you know, he had the issues, the issues, and more issues. And it's like, is it worth it? If you want to, and if you're Tony Khan, you have to, you made the right decision. You make a decision. You got to say, do I want this culture backstage or do I not? Do yeah. I want people to think that Phil Brooks runs the show or does he not? Yeah. Like you, yeah, there's nothing he could do. We got, we got Ben saying, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I fucking miss the days when grown men came to do grown men shit. People fucking around and finding out and crying victim. I hate it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of this back and forth. And it seems to be a big problem in the AEW locker room, more so than others, because we hear about it so much with the, you know, like this, that. Everybody's getting pissy over this, that, and the other. What keeps killing me as a big CM Punk guy and a big CM Punk supporter 
was this is how he made his name. Yeah. This is how he stood out. This is why he this is why I fell in love with the guy and fell in love back in love with wrestling was like he's different. He says the thing that nobody's going to say. He's going after the or the big fish, the John Cena's, the rocks. He's he's taking these shots. And then all of a sudden, ooh, Mrs. Plugos in the house. What's hey up? Yo. How you doing, honey? She asked me to marry her today. Wait, and I what? said yes. Oh no, yeah, we took, we, we took my ring off and we uh Oh, I got you. To clean you, it. You, you, to clean you, it. You. No, 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 no. If we want to tell the true story, she was like, she came up and she's like, do you want to marry? I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not easy. You need to get down on one knee and do it proper. Hell and yeah. she kind of like, I don't want to get down on one knee. Blah, blah. I was like, I am not going to say yes regardless. And so she got down on one knee. She asked and I said, yes. So we're officially That's engaged. But <laughs> anyway, so what I said, so. Where was I? So yeah, CM Punk, man, like this is how you came up in this business. You did it the different way. So for somebody like a Jack Perry to say some offhanded little comment about Cry Me a River, like on TV, like clearly, you know, he's just whatever. Yeah, he took a shot at you. Look but at what Jack Perry, like Jack Perry's in the wrong. He shouldn't have said it. It was a stupid thing to say. Unless he got it cleared, he shouldn't have said it. I yeah. don't think he did. I assume no, he, would, he wouldn't have got that cleared. Look at it. It's a stupid thing to say. He shouldn't have said it. Detroit Lions just fumbled, by the way, and Kansas City uh, got the ball. I picked them uh, to win, by the you way. You picked the Lions to win. Seven to seven right now. It's not. I it's did. Not, I picked the up. They scored today. first, actually. The Lions scored first. Um, so what Jack Perry did was wrong. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he in, he suspended yeah. indefinitely, and I don't think we're going to see him for a little bit. And I think that is, I think that is right, the right <laughs> choice because there are no prior incidences and things like that. But at the end of the day. Nobody, Jack Perry saying a line like that, okay, I get it. Should he have said it? Probably not. But at the end of the day, who the fuck cares that he said some stupid bullshit like that? Nobody forced CM Punk to get physical with Jack Perry afterwards. Yeah. Period. End of story. Yeah, he could have He could have just CM had a Punk conversation. A grown person who makes his own decisions. And in that moment, he decided, I'm going to get physical with this guy. And, now, the, <laughs> and once you do that, sorry, you get the repercussions that come with it. End of story. You're damn right she does, Big You're Ben. Damn You're right, damn ben. right she You're does. Right. She knows what she's getting. So, again, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, oh, you know, J Jack Perry shouldn't even – he didn't do anything wrong. No, that's not true. But at the end of the day, nobody yeah, – no. Including that Jack Perry – Nobody forced CM Punk to react the way that he reacted. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why are you, why are you like old being this crotchety old man on, in, in, in the grand he scheme of wrestling every, circles? He's 45. Yeah, he, Jack he's Perry's being, 23. He's being everything that he built his whole career of ragging on, like you said. When yeah. he was cutting those Summer of Punk promos talking about Cena and Vince and Hunter and all that stuff, he was complaining about those guys the same way. All like these the, old guys yeah, taking all the spotlights. 100%. And then 100%. He, he comes in and he starts hogging the spotlight and these young Man. guys don't like it. You'd think he'd be sympathetic and understand, like... Again, I don't know all the ins and outs of how CM Punk came up in the business. I'm not I'm not on the inside, but I have to imagine there was a bunch of old guys that didn't like the way he acted, and he was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And I, I have to imagine, you know, 
I don't know. Maybe the Undertaker didn't like it. Came up and beat him up in the locker room. We just didn't hear about it because it's WWE. <laughs> I maybe. don't know. I don't know, man. I just know that this is like the wildest shit I've ever come across in wrestling. Where it's like all, and the thing is, we're still like all of a sudden, like last after he got fired, all of a sudden there was he had issues with William Regal. Like there was all these weird rumors started flying. Like all these little stories are coming out about I had issues with this person, with this person, who he was going to wrestle if he went back to the WWE. Blah blah blah. It's like. I think that there's more to this and I don't know if there's an NDA be if an NDA was signed there might have I would imagine that there was maybe but I I just want to know who he's going to what what podcast he's going to cuz he don't have Cole Cabana in his corner anymore so he can't go do the Cole Cabana show this time but who knows who knows but we'll see. I I I and I and, I, and we'll, here's a perfect segue and we'll just we'll, we'll we'll end it here we'll stop it here the last time this happened at all out, the uh, the AEW show the next the next AEW show was fantastic. This time around, it happened all out, getting rave reviews because again they've reset it. Life after Punk, let's reset it. Let's get back to the basics of what made us popular. What people liked about us was not that we had CM Punk. It's not that we had the biggest stars. It's because we put on great wrestling matches. And had compelling stories early on, and we got they kept they got away from the formula for a while. But did they ever reel it back in? They absolutely brother, did, brother. What happened on Sunday night uh, in Chicago was AEW All Out, tremendous show. Exactly what AEW needed with all the news that came on and stuff like it felt to me that that roster had something to prove. They had something to prove la- that night. Yeah. That's that they're like bigger than CM Punk. Correct. And that's what it felt like to me. Like, Hey, let's go out there and let's show, let's remind people the deal here. Uh, this show, in my opinion, was the best AEW show of the calendar year so far. It was spectacular. There was, was not real. And it was spectacular. It, it was. There was not one thing that I that I didn't think was even great. Like I thought everything was great to perfect. Like that's how good this show was. And to all the internet haters that were like, this show was severely thrown together. Yes. 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 It sure was. was. Yeah. And look, yes. could, could would it have been Got if it had if it had a two or three week build as opposed to a one week? Absolutely. Sure. That would have been great. Would Ricky's you know arcs and Daniel Bryan be amazing? Yeah. Mr. Warren Hayes on his show. When he was reviewing it on Tuesday, he said five years from now, people aren't going to remember that the build was only a week. People are going to remember like, holy crap, all out 2023 is one of the better shows in the history of the company. That's what people <laughs> will remember and because that's what they did. That's what they did. Um, let's talk about it a little bit, Plugga, because it, yeah, it was a friggin' time, bro. Uh, we had zero hour. Zero hour was fine. We haven't. We had an over the budget battle royal, which Hangman Page won, uh, and then he donated fifty thousand dollars to uh, I think it was a school system charity in Chicago, like uh, something for the school system, stuff like that. Um, I thought this was fine. Hangman was easily the biggest star in it, so it makes sense that Hangman wins. My question is, and I think last night on Dynamite we saw he got a promo segment and a feud. That looks like it's starting that holy shit, let's go, Swerve and Hangman. Okay, thank you. Um, 
What the hell is Hangman Page doing on the goddamn pre-show? Why? Because it's the... He's one of the most over guys you have in the company. He was in Chicago where... Hey, where, hey, 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 hey. MJF and uh, Adam Cole did the pre-show for zero for all but, in. Yeah, because... But they were also in the main event. But you... But, I Why will say, I will say the this. They should have more for him to do. Don't get me wrong. He is one of the most over... Like you said, they should have more for him to do. But I, I don't like this notion that you're too big for the pre-show. No, I'm not saying he's too big for the pre-show. I'm saying it's a shame that someone like that is on the pre-show. That's because, all. because he's so good. He should be in a main story that is being sure. the biggest pay-per-view of the year. A guy who you built a three-year story on to become your champion and kind of the stuff that Swerve was leaning into on his promo last night. Like, you were built to be the face of this place, brother, yeah, and now but, you're on the fucking pre-show. What the hell happened? Yeah, but but not but that's part of the that could be part of the story. Not Maybe. everybody, as my good friend Kyle always argued with me back in the day, was not everybody can always be on top all the time. I agree. I'm not saying he should have been in a world title picture. So yeah, he, no, right. Can't find something on the main card for him to do. Hangman Adam. They Page. just found it yesterday, bro. Swerve, let's go. I'm All psyched. out is your premiere show, man. He deserves better. I, than under, that. I understand that, but you also, if you throw nothing but jobbers on the pre-show battle royal, nobody's going to pay attention. You throw Adam Hangman Page in there, you, you've got my attention. Yeah, I don't know. I I, 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 I get what I get Hangman what you're saying. Better. I'm not I'm not disputing it. I'm not saying you're wrong. He does, but I also would like. It's kind of like when you do like we were just talking earlier with Andrew about you know the uh, all all out when you guys went to and you said you had a they had a dark match with Janela and yeah. Kenny Omega, like you're not watching dark if you're not putting some you know you got to put some stars on the in the other spots every once in a while to kind of get your eyes there. So I, I get it, but yeah, Hangman and Swerve, it's gonna rule. I'm excited for that. I didn't know I needed it. I, that was another oh, one where I wasn't expecting it. I didn't, and then Swerve's music hit, and I went, oh. Hey, <laughs> excuse me. Um, we then had a six woman tag match. It was Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante, accompanied by Billy Starks. Hell yeah, yeah, friend of the show, Billy Starks. Yeah. She was originally, I think they originally wanted her and Athena to wrestle, but she she's was weird. Yeah, she's injured. unfortunately. Um, but good on Will, good on Billy Starks getting you know, you can tell that they view her in high regard as they should. She is the future of professional wrestling. Uh, and they went up against Hikaru Shida. So are you nice saying show. that we ha we have the future of professional wrestling she was on, on Beard? The show. That's she was right. On the show before she blew up, we were we were some of the old. If we you want to blow up, Hell come yeah. on, Beards. Hell That's yeah, Alex Kane, MLW World Heavyweight Champion. That's Billy right. Starks contracted. If she wasn't injured, she would have been going for the Ring of Honor Championship on the pre-show of that yeah. uh, that show last Sunday. Uh, Speaking of Athena, just a side quest, really quick. The wrestle, the Warrior Wrestling show I mentioned at the top. She is the women's champion for Warrior Wrestling. She has not defended it, I think, since she won it. And I was there when she won it. That was in like, that was like last year at some time. She needs to, <laughs> to vacate. So hopefully they're like, listen, we need you over here in South Bend. Plugo needs to see you wrestle. Yeah, wrestle. We need you somebody to beat you for that, so you can go do your stuff. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I thought I thought this match was fine. I thought exactly what I thought would happen would happen, which was Blue Sky would get the pinfall victory in her hometown. Kind of a hey yeah. Chicago, all right, great. But I, I thought this match was fine. Nothing, 
nothing too crazy for me or anything like that. But I, th- I thought it was a solid match with Shido, Nightingale, and Blue Sky getting the victory. Um, we then had the last match on the Zero Hour was the Trios Championship match. It was Daddy Ass and the Acclaimed defending. Uh, oh, oh, with Dennis Rodman, by the way. Dennis Rodman was there. Uh, versus Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh. Dennis uh, Rodman's the GOAT. Yep. At one point, Dennis Rodman got in the ring, and he hit Satnam Singh over the head with a guitar. And then I think Dennis Rodman was supposed to leave the ring after that happened, and uh, he just didn't. He just didn't. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Max Kassler hit the mic drop, and that shit was over. The acclaimed retains the championship and then we were on to the main show the opening match was the ring of honor tag team championships it was better than you baby going up and defending against the dark order john silver and alex reynolds accompanied by evil uno i thought this match was pretty good uh better than you baby retains as i expected what i thought this match was really good at it to me it really solidified dark order's heels they were doing really heel tactics. Evil Uno was attacking people when the ref wasn't looking. They were doing dirty little cheap shots. To me, that was the most effective. Were they being game. heels or were they being smart? Because it's the two I mean, best I think wrestlers a in the company. I think a little bit of both. But <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I thought it was really good how, because, you know, like the Dark Order at one point were overwhelming baby faces after the Brody Lee stuff and with Hangman and stuff like that. And they've been leaning heelish this last little bit here. Yeah. And I think they need you, they need a jolt. Yeah, they, they definitely do. And I think this it. match had a really, really good way of really solidifying them with kind of the dirty tactics they were doing. I thought I thought it worked pretty well. Uh, but really, what mattered most was what happened at the end. Well, and during this match, MJF had hurt his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were playing it off how Adam Cole from the week prior during their match kind of injured his neck a little bit. They were playing off that. At one point, MJF gets escor- escorted to the back, and it's Adam Cole by himself. Yeah. Uh, and then MJF makes the hero return. They end up getting the victory, stuff like that. But what happened afterwards is what got my mojo <laughs> moving, brother. Because they are walking up the ramp. You know that. They- What's that that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like on the sitting on his couch and he's drinking and then something happens in the show and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So MJF is kind of he's walking up the ramp and as he's walking up the ramp, Samoa Joe's music hits. No fuck Samo- given. <laughs> nope. Joe never gives any. That's uh, and what as I love he's about walking him. to the ring, he gives MJF a little shove and he kind of like snickers and just keeps walking a call back to that famous video of when Samoa Joe as NXT champion shoved Max into the wall. And I thought the promo that was cut last night between these two on dynamite amazing uh, was very good, was very good. And I thought MJF referencing that and referencing that video. Cause as soon as Joe signed at AEW, that video has been in the back of everybody's mind. Cause it's like, when are they going to cross paths? When are they going to do it? When is it going to happen? Make it happen. Make it happen. And it didn't happen because, you know, like Joe got injured. MJF left for a little bit. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it make sense. And then they finally did it. And you're like, yes, let's go. Yep. And so I would have liked, I would have liked if Joe last night just 
didn't beat him up and just you know did the thing and walked off. I thought that would have been like, Mwah! like I could kick your ass. I know I kick your ass. I'm not doing it right now. But he beat him. He beat his ass, and we're gonna get this. I'm excited. Oh yeah, and you know. MJF run da- runs down the ring. He tries to attack Joe. They fight for a little bit. Joe puts him in kind of a choke hole to rank the to kind of wrench the neck. Can I say I love that about MJF right now. I love that that Adam Cole is bringing at least that out of him. Where like MJF would have just walked away and not been like whatever. I'm a you know I'm a prize fighter type deal. Mm-hmm. He's like oh, I don't I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but you ain't gonna talk to me like that. He goes after Joe. I think that that's awesome. Yeah, I, love I loved it. Got him all MJF in, all in. No pun intended on uh, Samoa Joe and MJF. That should be a whole lot of fun. And then after all that, Samoa Joe then had a barn burner of a match with Shane Taylor. Uh, It was a quicker one, but they were beating the absolute crap out of each other. Um, Shane Taylor is so good. Shane Taylor is great. Um, At one point, you know, man, Taylor hits a jab. Then it was like an atomic drop, big boot senton combo from Joe, which was really good. Um yeah, it was just back and forth, man. Uh, at one point, Taylor hit a hanging stunner on Joe, which looked really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot of lariats, a lot of physicalness. Uh, and then at the end, Joe grabbed the Coquina Clutch for the submission win, and he retains uh, still Ring of Honor champion. What I was kind of hoping for was that MJF came down and cost Joe the Ring of Honor championship and uh, TV championship, and Shane Taylor won it. And then Joe was like, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, come, I'm gonna come take your belt now. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, but still, uh, it was a very, very good match. Yeah, because we if then, we're being honest, Joe is bigger than ROH right now. Like, it's nice to have, yeah. it's a cool callback. But, like, if you're only gonna use him as the TV title, TV champion, like, put him on dynamite every week, get him on collision every week now. You know, like, let's go, like, let's really ramp up this Joe narrative because there's a hole to be filled now at the top of the card and who better than Samoa Joe yeah I fully agree um we then had a TNT championship match it was Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen Christian Cage was obviously there and Nick Wayne was there as well Jim Ross had joined the team before this um Darby (laughs) Allen this guy almost kills himself Mm -hmm. every match yeah it is insane. Have you ever watched a Darby Allen match? I have. Where, but he, was, like, where he was where he was ahead? Doesn't happen. No. 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 Darby Allen got the shit kicked out of him during this match. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Brutal plugger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he does. I wow. I've always I've ever since AEW started. Like back in my earlier days before you and I were a, te- a, te- a te- team, I would always say, I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he keeps it up. I don't know how long he can go with the absolute reckless abandon that he puts his body through, but it's ins- it's crazy. What do you do? My cat's down here acting a fool right now. Not bad, dude. Dude, um, I, I just, I know, I mean, I will say this. I did slightly i was like i am kind of over the whole darby christian luchasaurus like i'm kind of like ready for that to be done and like let's see what else they could do i want to see i'm you know how i feel about christian. Yeah, i was gonna say I i'm want, ready for, i want darby versus christian that's what i want i want but i don't but i need 
I need Luchasaurus to beat Christian's ass. That's where just where I'm at. Well, I mean, eventually, let it happen. Let it play out. <laughs> Listen, Listen I, let I it play got, out. Play I ain't got time to be letting stuff play out. I'm getting old. Dustin, what's up, my friend? Yo, Dustin, Dustin that in, absolute man. stud. Um, after the match, Christian Cage tries to. They were he was trying to give uh, Darby Allen a concerto. And we mm-hmm. saw a whole bunch of the roster come down and kind of chase Christian off, which was which was something new. But Luchasaurus remains the TNT Championship. Is then, he, or is it Christian? No, I'm just kidding. no, it's Luchasaurus. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I am loving Christian. Just the way I know, last night. Good. Last night on Dynamite, when he was out back talking to Nick Nick Wayne, he goes, "Oh man," he goes, "You know, I won't apologize to you about what I said about your father last night, last week." He's actually way worse than I thought. Than I thought. He was. <laughs> and then he I goes, keep seeing that meme floating around where yeah. it's like, say Cody hi to your can... mom for me as he's yeah. walking away. Say hi to your mom for me. It's like you fucking savage, bro. <laughs> One where it's like Cody. Cody could never come back to AEW now. That no, no, no. Oh, it's hilarious. How's everyone's uh, dad doing at the presser when he was like, "How's everyone's dad's doing?" Damn, dude, it's so good. He, he's unreal. He's unreal. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I just, you know, how we all know how I feel about Christian on this program, but he is, in terms of a vacuum, he's very good at what he does. I just, I'm ready for, I don't know. I just, get your ass kicked already. I want oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'll, be so, I'll be so happy. I might Shannon Sharp light up a cigar on air that night. The night after he gets his ass kicked by Luchasaurus. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Be ready. Be on standby. Is that what you're going to do? I'm just going to uh, victory cigar. Just be like, yeah, Skip. <laughs> he came to his house. <laughs> he is who we thought he was. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway. All right. We then had this match. Let me tell you guys. Uh, Christian needs to come out with the Luchasaurus match mask on and long hair. <laughs> can't wait for edge to come in and, i mean that is the big rumor i was wondering if if i said it on firmly aew with everything that went on with punk and i know obviously i'm not alone in saying this but if i was tony khan edge would be the first guy i'm calling dude what is my cat? edge would be the first guy i'm calling uh i got I a king lou situation going on really is he taking over i i if i would be calling edge and i would say hello hello sir I have a Saturday night show that needs a new anchor on it. Uh, what do you need? How much will it cost to get you to lead this show for me? I think that would be. Uh, Isn't he? Does I mean he did leave the show? Or well, I mean, maybe they would want to sign him, right? If WWE wants to re-sign him. He's deciding what he wants to do. If that's yes, but if I'm Tony Khan, I'm calling. Yeah, him right yeah, now yeah. Going, Hi, I had this whole show built upon this guy who I had to let go. Can you come do this for me? I'll give you whatever you want. I'll give you whatever you want. Uh, Plugo, we then had the crowd was in it. The crowd was ruled during this match. <laughs> meat. Slap that meat, Plugo. Slap that meat. Like I said, uh, do you think Tony Khan had to pay by the pound for all that oh, big meaty meat? Oh, oh it was wonderful. It was Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. <laughs> God damn. What a match this was. These two guys brawling on the outside. The crowd was so good for this match. They were they eating it up. Meet forever. They, yeah, meet forever. 
There, yep, I feel you. Yep, there was meat. meat there were meat chants. There were meat forever chants. There were slap that meat chants. Ah, uh, it was just a thing of beauty. Good for these two guys. And they, we got Lana back. Yeah. Well, first of all, plug, her name is CJ Perry, bro. No, her name was her name was Hot Flexible. Hot and Flexible is what yeah. the name was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she'll always be Lana to me, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. What a match, Plugger. These guys were beating the crap out of each other. They were spine busters, uh, just physical. Oh, my God. It was so, so good. Um, but Hobbs ends up tapping out at the end of this match to the game over. And Miro gets the win. Pretty quick, too. It, it felt quick to me. It was. Like, I would have maybe preferred. That was the only thing. I would have maybe preferred Hobbs to just pass out and the ref called it. In a I way of like, where, I thought that's where they were, yeah. going, but if you look at what happened a little bit later with somebody yeah. passing out and stuff, you don't want to have too much of that, I guess. Uh, yeah, in the same, in the same, whatever. Fair. But Hobbs tapping out was a, was a little bit of a shock for me. Um, but like you said, after the match, Hobbs and Miro shake hands, and the crowd is going nuts, and it's a, it's a pretty decent moment. But Hobbs attacks Miro from behind, and he's choking out Miro, and then all of a sudden we hear some music. And you look on the screen, and it says hot and flexible. And C.J. Perry, formerly known as Lana, comes down. <laughs> she swings a chair and hits Hobbs, but there is no reaction. Hobbs just stands up and just goes, the hell? He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, but then, so Hobbs takes the chair out of uh, Perry's hand. Miro gets the chair. Miro then hits Hobbs with the chair, and Hobbs feels that one. Um. And then he, that's it. And then Miro and CJ Perry have a stare down and Miro just starts screaming, you're not real. That's so weird. So did he, did he explain that yesterday? No, but he, but no, but he's, he's openly said in promos that he is, he's given up on everything. He's forsaken. I get that. His wife. Everybody in that arena knows who she is. We all on TV know who she is. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's a that's gonna be a hard story to you know come back and be like, yeah, uh, I've been, yeah, you got to make that make sense. I don't know how you spin it, but if anybody could figure out a way to spin it, it's gonna be Miro. But I'm just like I'm sitting there like, bro, we all know who that is. You know who that is. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, calm down, dude. She's real. She's right there. Yep. We then had a TBS Championship match. It was Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho again. Another good match, I thought. Um. I thought the match was awesome. And then yeah. Statlander coming out, the Zoolander guard. Yes. Get up. Yes. Awesome. That was very, very cool. I um, didn't like Ruby losing because I think I heard taking else, but she, she always, always loses. loses. Her damn title matches. Uh, but at least they did it this way where Tony Storm kind of cost her. So they're kind of continuing that. I believe what Ruby so had, had spray paint at one point and Tony Storm kind of <laughs> took it from her. <laughs> you want to talk uh, about best chance? What did she tell Renee last night? Oh, oh, here we go. You ready? Tits up. No, head up. No, head no, up. Chin up. No, chin up. Chin up. Tits out. Tits out. Watch for the shoe. <laughs> what does if that, that mean? If that ain't a t-shirt, if that ain't a t-shirt, I don't know what AAW is doing. Chin up. Tits but until out. Then, watch watch for the shoe. That's the world until, I live in. Until then, dear. You know what they say? Chin up. Tits out. 
and watch for the shoe. And she just kind of like, just like kind of leaves. Oh my God. It was incredible. What is with shoes getting thrown a lot in wrestling all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a thing. Uh, We are going to, we don't have enough time to talk about it. We still have to do our NFL preview plug. And we have like five more matches we got to talk about in this freaking card. We haven't even talked about payback. Well, I don't know what we're supposed to do here. Party. Uh, Overtime. We're gonna have to have the overtime today. Well, luckily for the fans of uh, you on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. with Big Money Drew, you talk all AEW. So it's true, but I felt like all out was good. I felt like we probably should have addressed it. Super good. Was Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks the best strap match of all time? Oh, that's kind of that's kind of recency bias. I don't know well, all of this, I don't know all of the strap matches in the history of strap matches, but yeah, I think of the one in AEW, the ones they've had in AEW. Yeah, some they had a I couple. Mean, we said the other... same thing about the FTR strap match that they did. I'm this blanking. one's far better than that. Okay, I'm just uh, I'm saying that's what we said. Our this Cody... one was incredible. This was incredible to me. I, I personally like strap matches of all time. I lean towards Drew McIntyre carrying cross. I'm just yeah. joking. I'm just joking. I was always that a big was, fan of uh Sadio Vega and uh that was, so, that was so bad. That, uh, Eddie Guerrero was... and JBL, they had a good one. Oh, dude. Now uh, you're gonna now I'm gonna JBL had a good one. Deep dive into strap matches. I would say this was cool. This was awesome. This to see match me. was brutal. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, some of those whips with the strap that Daniel Bryan was doing to Ricky Starks. Holy shit, man! If I'm they, Brie, if I'm Brie Bella, I'm not. I'm sorry, Brie Garcia. They changed it. I'm not even watching Danielson. Like I understand it. She knows it's it's a business, and he knows it's a business. But even so, I'd be like, bro, bro, real like, bad. dude. Real bad. But good on them with short notice being able to pull off something like that. And then Danielson later on saying how he had he was not fully able to go. Like I got something about he didn't even use his right arm for most of the match. Like he didn't he didn't throw Ricky's, one strike with his yeah, right arm. And care um Starks carried it the whole time. Yeah. So like good on those two to put that on. And that's with a you know, one-armed Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. I can't imagine what he would do at full strength. I do it every time. That's part of the shtick now. Um, but yeah, good on them. Dope ass match, man. It was. It was great. Um, we then had Eddie Kingston and Shibata going against the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio <laughs> and Wheeler Uter. We finally saw Eddie Kingston get his hands on Claudio in this match. However, at the end of the match. Claudio had the last laugh as he pinned Eddie Kingston after a European uppercut. There's one <laughs> European uppercut. There's a good one. And Eddie Kingston got pinned while uh, Shibata had a choke on Yuta. And everybody thought that Yuta was going to tap. Claudio just hit a real powerful European uppercut on Eddie Kingston. And for the victory and B- BCC wins this one as well. This was a good little back-and-forth tag team match, uh, I thought. Um, we then had, in my opinion, the match of the evening. And there were like three or four you could have chose from. Uh, it was Kenny Omega, one-on-one 
with Kanoska Takeshita easily the, the goat Takeshita's biggest win it's big biggest singles win I mean of what I've seen of him it is uh second I, second biggest singles win of all time me not messing him up after he put me in a headlock that's true that's, that's true. right that's big, he knew that's a big win he's like don't me- he put me in the headlock he knew I better yeah, let was, go. Yeah, that, that's a big one. You don't want to mess with Plugo. You don't want to mess with Plugo. <laughs> uh, what a huge on, win. What a be huge I thought he was going to kill me. What a huge yeah, win that's, to be Kenny Omega. Straight up. Like, obviously, Callus was there, but this was. I this think was we all clean. said. Yeah, we all said he was. Kenny was going to get the win back after all in. Yeah. But, but good on them. See, that's the thing that made this pay per view so. Like special to big deal to me. It was like Kenny Omega realizes, okay, again, there's a huge for better or worse, there's a there's a hole now. We gotta start building people. And if I if I'm just beating the Takeshas of the world, people aren't gonna care. But when they beat me, it still holds some values. So that was dope. Good yeah. on Kenny. Good on them to realize like Takeshas on a good trajectory. Let's keep him going. Let's keep building him. Thousand percent. I thought this was uh this was a really, really good match. The ending sequence of this match was just back and forth. So many near falls. It was just, man, it was it was just the last 10 minutes. Every every near fall there was. At one point, Takeshi did a blue thunderbomb off the top friggin' rope. <laughs> right. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell? What are we doing here? It was so good. Uh, and like, yeah, Takeshi, that dude's a star. That dude's a star. He's a stud. Um, yeah. He's just as good as it gets. He's very good. A huge win for him. And I think only shooting up the card uh, is his immediate future. We then had an eight-man tag. It was the Young Bucks and FTR going against Bullet Club Gold. Um, this was the only match of the night where the crowd was really... They were getting on the Bucks. They were getting on the Bucks. I felt, <laughs> I felt like for Kenny, the crowd was still real pro-Kenny. And the pre-show, the crowd was very pro-Hangman. This crowd was not pro Pro Young Bucks. They were uh, very much uh, CM. The the Young Bucks were the uh, the the villain of the well, week because they, for, did that, they did that. They shit did that shit in collision. Yeah Matt, yeah, yeah, Matt did the fucking. Um, they come out and the did victory the victory yeah. lap or whatever they did. Because um, even before all this, the Bucks always kind of. I think they had more of a detractor crowd than the other guys in the elite. So even then, it was already like they're not. They're over and people love them, but there's a group that hates them. And then you're going to go take shots at, you know, CM Punk in Chicago. Yep. People don't forget. <laughs> like, people don't forget, man. Super yeah. People don't forget. <laughs> people don't forget. Uh, dude, that was in like third grade. Yeah, Remember that time you picked yourself? Dude, that was like in third grade. People don't forget. Uh, it's soccer, Greg. It's, yeah, it's soccer. soccer, Greg. Yeah, it's soccer, Greg. It's soccer. <laughs> Dude, during the World Cup when people were just getting fired up left and right, I kept going on TikTok and just commenting, oh, yeah. it's soccer, Greg, it's you. soccer. How dare you. Dustin asking, all in or all out? Oh, I thought it was all out by far. All in was great, though, but I thought all out from top to bottom. I thought all out's the best show that AEW's put on this year. <laughs> um, we're we're kind of rushing through it, obviously, because, you know, we uh, we... Yeah, we don't want to be going too too late here, uh, too, but we still too, have to talk about too, too. NFL and stuff like that. So. But I mean, yeah, so we could just keep pushing. But yeah, but no, Bullet that... Club Gold gets the victory here. Young Bucks and FTR. It looks like I think they're still continuing this. 
with the Young yeah. Bucks and FTR, maybe Grand Slam or something, but it looks like they're still going in that direction. So uh, we'll fine. have to see. And yeah. again, give Bullet Club Gold another, again, another t group that's been doing a lot of work on Collision. Keep them strong. Like, it's a good decision. It's yeah, good for I business agree. to not squash all these. Not, I don't squash in like this sense of like a quick. Man, I also quick think, um, I think I need to see the Young Bucks turn a little bit heel here. I think, I think they're ready for, you know. Why don't we give them like a, a nice little heel run here? I think that would be good. I think that would be another good. one. Okay. Yeah, why not? They're just kind of meddling around, not doing anything for like a year. No, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. We then had, oh man, what a main event this was. And I loved, we'll talk about this first, but I loved the beginning of Dynamite. But it was Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International <laughs> Championship against John Moxley. This match kicked all sorts of ass. Orange Cassidy, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Don't care what you have to think. He puts his hands in his pockets, JPJ. Unbelievable. The guy does those kicks that aren't real kicks, JPJ. I well, I loved the sequence in this match where he started doing those kicks, and then he started, it, he just got quicker and quicker and was actually like really boot. <laughs> was actually really like given Moxley. He's a comedy guy, JPJ. He's not a good Ben, ben Owen. Thank you. You sounded wonderful with Blair on the Grainmaker pod. So I'm happy that you're here, buddy. We're gonna talk your buddy Rich King. He'll be, you know, he did a little video for us. True. We're gonna play that right after we talk about yeah, this match. Ben is the face confirmed. He's touching tips with you. You gotta reach out, JPJ. I can't do it. He didn't give me permission, but you gotta reach out on the screen. There you go. Get that tip touched. One day I'll get there, but hey. Hell yeah. You're almost hey, look at he complimented hey, you. Ben Omen sounded uh, go check out Grainmaker Pod with my four exposure co-host Blair. He talked to the judge today. All right, it dropped. Uh Plugo, this match ruled. <laughs> this match was very, very good. Um, I already said it today. Ben is an icon. Ben is an icon. Hey, we uh, this match to me was, and he's been doing it this his whole title run. He was thirty one and zero. Moxley wins, ending the title reign of Orange Cassidy. But Orange Cassidy, we talked about it last week. Good to great matches every week, defending this belt every single week. He has a killer match with John Moxley. But he puts his hands in his pockets. <laughs> he, he loses. But he loses in grand fashion. And I think that this match, and then it carried over to the beginning of Dynamite when he walked out. And before he even said a word, he got close to five minutes of a standing ovation. There were thank you, Orange Cassidy chants. He got his flowers. And I think that he deserved his flowers because people shit on that guy. How is he gonna hold no him with his hands in his pockets? That Shut up! Run. He was the best. I think Lou's trying to get it in. The king. The king. Sure is, sure is, man. He was the best book champion in the company. One one of the best runs, Ever. easily in the in the history of AEW. But one of the better runs. Thirty one and zero. I mean, there's no debate in my mind. But this match, Orange. John Moxley is the new AEW. Oh, there's Lou. John Moxley is the new AEW international champion. Uh, before we move on to our NFL preview here, um, should we? 
how good did you think his butt always puts his butt right in my face, like right in my face. Uh, Dude, Lou, save it for the Patreon, brother. I know, Jesus. If you're gonna uh, show it off, man, get some cash for that. We got ass. Dustin asking, do you think it was a good time for Cassidy to drop the title? I'm curious to see what they do with Moxley in the title going forward. I mean, I think Moxley is more than a formidable person to to end the streak. I think it was a. I think it. it... I'll say that I think if CM Punk didn't get fired, maybe Cassidy holds it because you could still they're gonna they're trying to figure out how to fill that void over in collision, how to make this so maybe put Mox over there with that title, maybe do something. I don't know. I'm interested to see how that goes long term. But I think also too, like it was a pretty long run and Moxley is like that final boss, so maybe we'll get Orange Cassidy, John Moxley in the future as like he finally beats John Moxley type deal, which would be really cool. So wouldn't that just make the internet trolls just go crazy? That would be, I was, I I wanted him to win because I wanted the people in the internet to be like, Oh my, you had orange Cassidy beat John Moxley. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) And I'd be like, bro, just stop it. Stop talking. So Uh, go ahead. We got a guy. We got a, We got a guy backstage that wants to come on and chat with us. But the guy backstage also cut us a video of a new segment. So maybe we do that, and then we have him come on. Yeah, we're gonna play talk the about it. Yeah, and we're gonna what, do. A, yes, we're gonna do NFL over unders. We're gonna pick the over unders of every team, and we think whether we think they're gonna go over or under, and then we're gonna pick our div, you know our yeah. our division winners, our Super Bowl, and our champ. That's yeah, what we're going to do. It's our NFL preview. We usually run a little bit long with this episode. We will be probably going over the 10 o'clock hour um, here for a little bit. But first and foremost, the debut of a new Good. weekly segment with our friend, our Rich friend, King. Yes, yes. Giving his playing, NFL picks. Who I'm playing in of the week. The NFL season is starting right now. It's it's at halftime right now. I got Patrick Mahomes in fantasy having a good start so far, having a good time over here on this <laughs> end of things because he's a legend. But here he is, Rich King, with the with the first segment with his picks for NFL week one. Between two beards nation, if you don't know me by now, you haven't been paying attention. My name is Rich King. I represent one of the greatest groups in all of professional wrestling today. The R to the A to the D to the tiny Z, the Rads. But today I'm not here to put us over about how great we are as a group. I'm here to talk a little bit about football. Yes, the 2023 season is here. The NFL kicks off tonight. And JPJ and my man Plugalo have reached out to me directly to give you Rich's Rad Team. So this week, I've gone through the matchups. I've scurried through them. I've picked them apart. And I've gone through a couple games that caught my interest. And maybe some of the teams that are going to be the rad team of the week. See, tonight we kick off with the Lions versus the Chiefs. The shorthanded Chiefs. The defending champion Chiefs. Who go in probably without Travis Kelsey. Without Chris Jones. That leaves them susceptible to an upset baby. But unlike Lumberjack Larry with those bags of popcorn at the last LPW show, Patrick Mahomes is going to be on target and the Chiefs are going to win that game. Now it takes me to Monday where we have Aaron Rodgers' big debut with the Jets. Everybody's been waiting for it, but I think the Bills Mafia is still going to come out on top. The team is just more well-rounded, but I'm very interested to watch that game. Another one that caught my eye as a potential upset and a potential rad team of the week 
is the Browns going up against Cincinnati. Cincinnati has all the hype in the world, but Joe Burrow is coming in at less than 100%, and the Browns' defense is possibly a little bit better this year, and you always have Miles Garrett coming for you when you go up against the Browns, but I think that offense might be a little bit more than Cincinnati might bite off, so they are in possible upset territory as well, but Rich's rad team of the week is the team that is going to lead me to victory over Pluggo during our actual fantasy football matchup today. As Will Smith once said, take me to Miami, baby, because the Dolphins are going to beat the Chargers. No ifs, ands, or buts about it because they are Rich's rad team of the week. And with that, <laughs> we have Rich King joining us this evening. Put so let it slide that you called me Plugalo. Plugalo. Wait, <laughs> you think I forgot? I had hoped that you forgot. I hoped that that gimmick died a long time ago. But Rich King! Oh, no, no. We need the Plugalo back. Rich King, baby! He's got a weekly pick NFL games for him in true Rich King fashion. So uh, why yeah. not have him come on right after he debuted his first video of many? That was fun. That was fun. One take wonder, you know? Didn't take three it. takes. Didn't take four it. takes. Just, yeah. just one. Is that, a, is that a Cardinals jersey? I see that. That is a Cardinals jersey. We're going for last in the league today. I was going to say they have the <laughs> lowest over under total uh, <laughs> one by far. Uh, no, oh, but uh, yeah. So you will be seeing. Rich is going to be sending us weekly videos this NFL season about his rad team of the week. So you'll be looking forward to seeing a whole lot of that every week here. On you the want to talk about a rad team of the week? My fantasy team, baby. Your fantasy team, how's it doing right now, huh? I don't know. I don't think I have anybody playing. I don't have anybody, playing. I don't have anybody yeah, playing right now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, let me pull this up real quick. Can yeah, I was going to say, what? Glasses? This is great TV. I, I, don't have any, I don't have anybody going right now, so I got, I'm okay. I got St. Brown dropping almost 15 points on you. You got Sam Laporta and uh, yeah. Addison. Sam Laporta, let's go, dude. 5.3 points so far. Not bad for the rookie tight end. That's bold to pick him for your week one start. But All right. Let's I don't have that. another tight end. What do you want me to do? Everyone took all the good ones. So I'm that's how I think. I mean, there's not really a, many like real, real good ones. Taking a flyer. That's about the defenses. So yeah. Dumb. Can I tell you this? I yeah. had a Labor Day thing that I had to go to a family thing. So Thank then God. the morning before, like the morning of the draft, I spent over two hours doing my pre sorting your players. Yep. Two hours, and that auto draft still drafted two fucking defenses for me. Yeah, I saw that. I, I wasn't even going to pick a defense until like the last round. And that's I what I do. I don't pick them until... just gone and yep. gone and gone. There's yep. like no defenses left. That's like, what the fuck do I do? Yep. So I'm sitting there going, Are you sh like, I looked at, I got my email that was like, Hey, your draft happened. You got a D. Plus. I went, A D. Plus? <laughs> The hell? I, I almost, look at it. I almost moved it because I didn't realize it was Labor Day weekend and all out when I said it. And I was like, if I move it, it could. So that, it might as well that's, stick so, to. that's so funny that it's an auto draft and I got a D plus because it's like Yahoo admitted. Yeah, it's like, like hey, that you drafted that team for me. <laughs> Don't give me congratulations on your awful team that we yeah drafted. that we drafted for you. Yeah. Right? congrats. Like, bro, you that's you. You get a D. <laughs> I don't get a D plus. 
You my probably got like was, six tight ends, fucking three quarterbacks, hell, man. twelve defenses, and two kickers. Why did I spend so much time? I don't actually dislike my team at all. The only thing I, I'm kind of worried about is my quarterback. I'm surprised they didn't draft Tom Brady for you. I saw on an awful TikTok, there's a league out there that had like four starting quarterbacks, five starting mm-hmm. tight ends, three starting kickers, and two defenses. I saw that, yes. <laughs> That's gross. That's disgusting. No wide receivers. No two, two defensive players, but they have to be like defensive ends or something. How can you even have that many quarterbacks in the league that would even get you points to do that? You just you That's just gotta grab some backups that you you're hope grabbing a third stringer and hoping that somebody gets yeah, two people get in. Get them in. That is so bizarre. Have you so have you guys heard about this? Um, I think they call it a a vampire league. That's kind of the new yes. trend. Have you heard about this? Yes. Plug I'm up. so interested in this. Yeah. Where everybody drafts except the the commissioner or the one team, and he he has to pick a team through the waiver wire, and then if he beats you, he gets to take one of your players. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Hey, that would be so. I I heard that. I was like, ooh, that would be fun. (laughs) And then I've I've also heard of like a a newer league where you have a full on draft. Oh, is that Ben? That was Ben. That was Ben. Sorry. That was Ben. Sorry. I thought you were doing that to us. My God, it is Rich King. Ben, touch, ben touch, 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 touch. Um, I just put him over on another podcast I just did. Coming up well, there you go. Oh, look Maybe. at you. Double duty I, 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 today. I love I, it. I forget the name of the type of league, but I also heard there's another type of league where um, everyone drafts, and then whoever gets the least amount of points, you're gone. Yeah. You're gone from the league. Yeah, yeah. You get so and all your players else, go to the waiver wire, and then they get shuffled, and then it just keeps on going. And every lowest score every week, you're out the league. You're out. <laughs> I've also heard of a league where um, at the initial draft, so everybody goes to this draft, right? Like it, it's wherever it might be. It might be Vegas. It might be down in Mexico, whatever it might be. But the winner of the last year gets to kick out – has to kick out one person from the league. They don't find out until, until they're, they're at, at the, the draft. draft. Yeah. <laughs> so you get there, you set up all your shit, and then they're Dang. like, oh, by the way, JPJ, you're out. What? Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> that's <laughs> how you ruin friendships. That's, oh. that's, that's like a class, That's like a wrestling run-in moment, right? Oh, my <laughs> God. Imagine. JPJ, you're out of the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> that's in. It's like, I would be no, so I would be like, are you kidding me? I got my Swerve. laptop out, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'd be so Pay for this plane ticket and everything. All right. I, I would just jump in a different draft at that point. And yeah, just 100%. Sit there 100%. while everybody else was doing theirs. All right. Well, speak of the devil. Plugo, do we know other uh, is the Ring of Honor show happening this evening? Do we yes. Know? It is happening. So for any fans that are here that are Ring of Honor fans, if you head on over to twitch.tv slash love wrestling CA, you can watch Kyle Sparks and Dude Felice, Robert D. Felice deep dive into tonight's episode of ring of honor television we are going to stay here with rich king for the next little bit and we are going to do over unders uh for all the nfl season of where we think these teams will land and then we'll give we'll give you our picks and then we will get out of here for the evening so i have all the over unders up they are by division the I'm over for all everybody everybody's on a winner everyone's I'm, a winner this year i'm just i'm just gonna go they have the AFC East first, so that's where we're going to start. Um, and it goes from the most, the highest over under to the least. So you for the AFC, the AFC, 
East. AFC East. A lot of people think you would be... start there. You that's bias. just where it is. I didn't. I didn't. That's just where it is. Why my team's in dead last here of all these teams of the over under wins. So, um, oh, all right. Talking football. We have they should... the Buffalo Bills. Their over under is ten and a half. There we go. We will let Rich King start. Ten and a half wins. So that means if you are obviously for anybody that's new. If you're picking the over, that means you think Buffalo is going to win at least 11 games. If you are picking the under, you are obviously picking 10 wins or under. Over under 10 and a half, Rich King. Where do you think? Well, actually, no. Over under with the Buffalo Bills, 10 and a half. Unless it's a monumental collapse, it's an over. Like, just the team itself is just so good. Yeah, I would fully agree. Is that your cat plug I'm making noise? Yeah, that no, that's stuff? mine. I'm no, I, I was going to no, say, all right, this hat's hurting my head today, but that, that I put on the Bengals. Oh, Luke's richest cat is very vocal. I'll take the uh, the over as well. I don't yeah. think that there's any, like 11 and 6. Yeah, because I still I still get confused on the whole 17 games thing. Yeah. 11, yeah. 11 and 6 sounds about that right. It re- yeah, I am. Uh, it throws me every time I type out my time. prediction. I'm every like, time. God, oh, that's right. Yeah. They're 17 100%. games now. So stupid. But yeah, I think if uh, the Bills win 10 games, it'd be a shocker. Yeah, Although I, the division's better. The division is it's better. Much better now. The yeah. division is better. Um, I I agree. I think we're all in agreement here. I do believe the Buffalo. I still, you know, a lot of people are high on the Jets. The Dolphins were good last year. To me. It is still the Buffalo Bills division to lose by far. I think they're the clear favorite. Um, oh, we got Sully popping in. Sully wasn't here for Beards because he was having his in-person fantasy football draft tonight. So, And Rich King for- is surprising us with a visit, and we're he happy is. about and it this time around. Ryan, on, honest what? to God, we literally Amazing. just started our NFL preview. We are doing overs and unders. We just started with the Buffalo Bills, and all three of us have them over the 10 and a half. Um, yes, I have the bills projected. I think they're going to, unless go. the Madden curse comes around, I think they're going 12 and five. The Madden <laughs> curse is a real thing. And Josh Allen thing. is on the cover. So you'll never know. All right. We then have the Miami dolphins coming in at nine and a half as the, as the number of over and under Pluggo, I will let you start this time. My friend. Okay. Where do you have the Miami dolphins? Are they over oh, or, or, oh. Oh, they, this is this is bad TV because I don't remember. I have I have it all written down. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I what is it? You said nine and a half. Nine and a half. I got them under. You have to write this down. I I I'm doing this all the time. I did all my I did all my. No, I no, I appreciate oh, okay, it. Okay, okay. Pluggo, you were going the under. Yeah, I have met nine wins. Okay, Ooh. I am actually agreeing with you. I think the Dolphins are the team in the division that will fall back a little bit. Uh, I don't believe. Here's my problem. I I can't believe that Tua is going to get through the season healthy, and I think that I think that's an issue for me. He's if he's healthy, I think they could go over. I just can't bank on him being healthy. Um, so I'm I'm picking the under. I ha- I have them going nine and eight, eight and nine. That's where I got them around. Well, here we are disagreeing once again, boys. Oh, hey, I have them over. I'm a big Dolphins believer this year. I think that they're going to be huge. Again, you can say the health side of things for almost any quarterback in the That's league. True. It's a very easy way to go about it. But, like, for the time being, you just got to assume everyone's going to be healthy. Yes, Tua had concussions. <laughs> um, but 
you know, Josh Allen's had injuries before. Um, Aaron Rodgers is ancient. So, like, injuries can pop up anywhere, anytime. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is on that special psychedelic diet. That's true. His brain is already messed up. Yeah, he's he's fine. (laughs) We have have, uh, Sully is saying he thinks seven wins for the Dawson. He's going even. I I I, I I think they're eight and nine. The vape guy, McDaniel. All right, and we have Drew Nicholas now saying you're still live. Yes, we finished our wrestling chatter, and now we have a professional wrestler joining us to talk about NFL football, baby, because that's what we're doing right now. We're having our NFL preview here on Between Two Beards. All right, we have the New York Jets. A lot of people. Ooh, Jets are the sexy pick. They were on hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's not a piece of shit on hard knocks, even though I kind of think he's still a piece of shit. So it's all right. He's like, hey, oh, hey. everyone's all, ooh, they're going to be good. Hey. Under for the New York Jets. Damn. Under nine and That's a half. That's because you don't have the like same. Them. I hate the New York Jets. However, <laughs> there's a team I hate more than the New York Jets that I'm probably going to go over with a little later. But uh, the New York Jets, nine and a half. I am going under for the New York football Jets. I'm, uh, I'll go next here, but uh, I'm going to say just under. I think they're going to be a nine-win team this you think year. They're nine? I got uh, them over, baby! You're nice. Kool-Aid. You're drinking the green Kool-Aid, Pluggo. That's all you're doing. That's all Ten you're wins. doing. The big thing holding hold back for them is their offensive line because like their defense last year looked really good. Their offense looked good despite quarterback play. They made Mike White look like almost a trouble. So it's if them with Aaron Rodgers, again, Aaron Rodgers might be a little washed after time in uh, Packerville, similar to Brett Favre. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't for that offensive line, I'd probably have the over too. My thing Brett is when it comes, did to, all right. when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> is he supremely talented? Maybe. Of course he is. I don't think Aaron Rodgers gives that much of a shit about football. I really don't. That's fair. And I and I think that if he he seem again, new city, new team, maybe that's what he needed. And if he is Aaron Rodgers, you know, we could potentially be talking way over nine and a half. Uh with you know, they got Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall coming back. You got Wilson. They got Aaron brought his friend Randall Cobb over and stuff like that. The defense. The fact is, that Randall Cobb is above the fact that Randall Cobb is above Nicole Hardman in the depth chart is a what? Are you kidding wow. me, bro? Uh, but Randall Cobb is Alan Lazard. Yeah, Alan Lazard. He brought him over too. The defense studs. That defense is very good. They're going to be still in young. Home. Still young though. Still young. That is true. And I don't know. And again. Hard Knocks made all the – I watch Hard Knocks. I love Hard Knocks. They make all these guys look like they're unreal and they're the best at everything, just the way they show it. I don't know if Robert Sala is a good coach or not. I don't know. And coaching matters. Coaching matters. TBA, man. TBA. TBA. I'm going under because screw the Jets. (laughs) Anyway, uh, all right. Now, Jesus. All right. The lowest (laughs) over-under in the AFC East. My New England Patriots, the number is seven and a half. We all should be going over here, but I know we all won't be. But I, I'm telling you right now, the Patriots are winning more than seven games. No, they're, they're not. Their schedule they're though, not. the first five weeks, the first five weeks, brutal, brutal. Oh, they could be one and they four. Get Philly Literally. week one. Yeah, they're gonna be Philly. Uh, <laughs> I put money on it. They are. Sorry, hate to tell you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Um, Tom Brady's going to be there. They're honoring Tom Brady at halftime. There's going to be a bunch of old Patriots there. New offense. Yeah, I don't know. Unless I wouldn't be, Brady, I wouldn't be Brady brushes off his uh, his cleats, I don't think they're going to be. Maybe, maybe that's why he's going to be there. Maybe that's why McCorkle, McCorkle gave no reason to be confident. Of Maybe this you never know. And he's the know. only quarterback on their depth chart. I think so, again, I'm not, I don't think the Patriots will make the playoffs. I don't think maybe Ezekiel Elliott can throw the ball. I, I think the new England, wow, what's wrong with Mac Jones? I think, uh, <laughs> the new England Patriots are going to be better than people think. And that is strictly because last year we won eight games. So we were seven and 10 or eight and nine last year. And we had, no, we had a defensive guy coaching offense. We had an imbecile as our <clears throat> offensive coordinator. Now That's we have Bill o, we have Bill O'Brien who can actually run a real offense, familiar with the New England Patriots, familiar with Alabama and Mac Jones. I think they're going to cater the offense to Mac Jones' strengths, and I think the Patriots can go eight and nine. We still have a good defense. Who, who is Mac Jones throwing the ball to? Uh, they don't have a number one star, but we if everyone stays healthy, we Jamario have Mario Douglas. Let's go. Hey, he's gonna be good. I, think. I, just, I, I picked him up in my dad. Yeah, I think he's gonna be all right. He's okay. He's What's wrong with him? Look at here's the thing. Devontae Parker, is he a number one receiver? No. No. It can, if he stays healthy, though, if Speaking you look at the full arsenal, if if he stay healthy, is always the worst take. Well, I know, and that, but that we just talked about it. We just talked about it with Tua, though, and you were like, yeah. "Hey, you have to. We're two in this. I, like everyone's healthy. Saying. Assume he's healthy." So if everyone is healthy, and our receiving <laughs> core, while not having a clear number one, if you have a healthy Juju, a healthy Devonte Parker, you have a Juju's healthy, healthy Hunter though. Henry. I know, but you have a health, healthy Hunter Henry. Ramondre Stevenson is a great running back. Yes, as a, as a new as a new friend of the show, Rich King, you have to understand you're not gonna you're not gonna convince. No, that's JP not true. I'm not expecting to convince. I didn't, I'm hey, just playing. I didn't the, hey, last year I didn't pick the Patriots to make the. I'm a very realistic Patriot fan. Last year they that's stunk, fair. but last year they had a def two defensive coaches coaching offense. Mac Jones was not bought in. If you've hear if you've heard the Mac interviews, Jones was on the bench. <laughs> Yeah, and that Bailey guy. Got, yeah, and that guy got his ass better. cut. They brought him back, but he got his ass cut a week ago because they're <laughs> like, "Oh, no, form the guy that's supposed to be your quarterback." So yeah, well, because again, when you have a when you have a bare bones, simple as ass offense, you know, Parcells, bro. Oh, gross. <laughs> Are we anyway, getting to the Cowboys tell me, yet? Or? Tell me speaking of Patriots. Tell me you're both taking the under. Go ahead. That's fine. I got the under oh. for sure. I, I couldn't be more sure. under for. I got the under, and I only took seven games because I like you, JBJ. That's fine. I'll, I, will glad, <laughs> I will gladly be happy when we prove you. When they're when they're six and eleven or five and twelve. No. They they overperformed last year. You know why they overperformed? Because they got the best coach ever on the sidelines. He's worth four or five games by himself. But like you said, but Absolutely. think about it. Like you said, <laughs> the first five weeks are brutal for them. If they come the out, of the, if they come out of the gate, if they come out of the they're gate, gonna be, they well, stumble. It's tough. They're, they might be like if they stumble. Belichick might be like, "Hey, that Caleb Williams guy from USC." Hey, uh, look good. at hey. I am not. A, I'm. I'm okay with that. You want to. You want to fucking tank. And I mean, again, I don't think Belichick has it in him to have a two and fifteen, no. three and four. Like, no, it's but not, it's not in the nature. I think worst case scenario, you're talking seven and ten. Worst case, just based on. Let's That's be honest. why when you Bill tell me seven, is if proving you tell me seven, that he needs Tom Brady. Well, I, you never know. 
He needs some wide receiver help. Is That's what, what it is. They should have. They should have signed DeAndre. <laughs> they, they can't Hopkins. pick them. They can't sign them. They yeah, can't. They should have signed DeAndre Hopkins. That was a problem. <laughs> they didn't. I'm actually. Everyone around here hated the Ezekiel Elliott signing. I like it. I don't mind I don't it mind at all. I don't I mind it at all. I think he's guy. very complimentary to Ramondre. I think Ramondre has a. I don't. We don't usually talk about betting here, uh, but Ramondre Stevenson's. Uh, Odds to be the leading rusher in the AFC, uh, good odds. Like I'm talking, like I have an on dynasty team, so yeah, he's a very good player, Ramondre Stevenson. The only thing that's yeah, the thing that worries me the most about this team is our offensive line is already in shambles. Already in shambles. We don't even know who's starting at fucking right guard, so I don't even know what's happening. So yeah, don't worry, this season just starts in three days. So brutal. <laughs> All right. But he's Bill Belichick. He'll figure it out. But it's Bill fucking Belichick. He'll get it done. You guys mock that. Tell me, is that not true? Most of the time, he figures it out. Most of the time, he's had Tom Brady as well. That is so. true. Hey, look, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to badmouth Tom Brady at all. Tom Brady's a god. Uh, but you know, it is what. It is. Um. Oh. You guys, Rich needs to acknowledge okay, the real Rich kings of the NFC. The real Ooh. kings of the NFC West, the Seahawks. Ooh, Bryce coming in hot. Then we got Sullivan. We haven't NFC. talked about the NFC yet. No, we're, we're going to get – that's yeah. probably going to be the last there. division we do because I bet you it's all in chronological whatever. A, Geographical. NFC. Geographical, that's right. And then Sullivan says, and you think they can handle the Eagle D-line. I don't think they can handle the D-line. I just think they're going to play them tough. I, I'm betting them to win, but I think they'll stay within the points. They'll stay within the points this Sunday. That's bold. That's a bold uh, they're at, Like I said, they're at home. They're going to be better offensively. They got yeah, it. I wish, I, not I, wish I had that kind of faith in my team. But so. they're at home. I think the <laughs> fact that Brady's going to be there with the old Patriots and a lot of old, I just think there's going to be mojo in the building. I just think there's going to be mojo I in the building. I forgot to pick a team. Shit. Um, all right. We're going to move to the AFC North. Time to this spin is, the wheel, this, this is the team with the highest over-under number. The Cincinnati Bengals coming in at 11 and a half over-under. That is a high number. That is twelve and five. If you're picking the over, at at worst twelve and five. Um, Joe Burrow is playing week one. He's basically been out the last six or seven weeks with the strained calf. I just knocked something over. Don't mind me. Uh, but he is held. According to Cincinnati, he is playing. He's okay. How much he will stay healthy with that O line because their O line is not strong as well. I don't know, but 11 and a half is the over under. Rich, where you got him? I got him under 11 and a half, but probably around 10, 10 to 11 there in that range. I think the division is just way better this year than people are anticipating. Uh, you got the Ravens who kind of hyped themselves up. Everyone forgot about the Browns all of a sudden, but they have a brand new offense and have Miles Garrett on defense, as I said before, just can crush it. Uh, and then you have Pittsburgh, who is a, like super dark horse for this year. If uh, Kenny Pickett can actually take a step forward, <laughs> makes me sick. His little baby hands. It makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> that what I'm gonna have to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers and a couple teams it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> uh, I got the boy, over, really man. Does. You got the over. This is the year. Like everybody, like he kind of said, you know. But I, I look at it like this: like it's really hard to do what the Chiefs do. And everybody's like, oh, it's now the Bengals, right? Bengals, Burrow, Mahomes. Here it is. Here's your shot. This is probably the best team you guys have had. You guys, like, here you go. 12 wins. It's doable. 12 wins that division because if Lamar can't stay healthy, 
which I know what you said, Rich. Everybody gets everybody's healthy. healthy. But, but, Lamar, but Lamar has a, all your guys' arguments with one line. Hey, ruin them all. It's going to be every but argument. Well, saying, if someone gets like, hurt because his injuries every like there's Lamar, so many injuries all the time. He all has a history of not finishing se seasons. But though. hey, if you're talking about injury history, look at Joe Burrow. And true. It's and true. The That's Ravens my thing. I worry, have, can he make it through the whole season? He gets the Ravens, back there. The, the Ravens are just like it's a it's a thing. So if the Ravens have like that injury bug hits them like it has in the past, and I don't know if I believe in Cleveland enough to care, and I think that <laughs> I just don't know. Like I don't know if Deshaun Watson's gonna be in you know, all that shit aside, if he's gonna be the Deshaun Watson in Houston or if he's washed, you know. That could go sideways real quick for them, and then the Steelers. I think I think they're going to have another uh, a little bit of a rough year. You're saying super dark horse. I'm thinking Pittsburgh's going to have one more year of like shit, and then they're going to figure it out. They're like one draft away. You never know. I am going under when it comes to the Bengals. wusses. I think they. I, I still I, <laughs> <laughs> take the over. Let's go. Uh, yeah, no, eleven and a half. That's high, man. That's a high number. Uh, I think it ain't I think, that high. People win twelve and, games all the time. All the time. Uh, yeah, all the time. All Just the time. like it's nothing. Just like it's nothing. Uh, I think ten <laughs> and seven or eleven and six is kind of where I have them hanging around. So, um, all right. We then slide down to the Baltimore Ravens. Nine and a half is the over under. Um, really? Yep, nine and a half. And unfortunately, because I am not a fan of the Ravens, I'm picking over, brothers. This is my team. I think they win this division. The Baltimore Ravens this year. I think Fair. again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you, I, you tell, you tell me about it. You tell me about it because you know who doesn't like the Baltimore Ravens? This guy. You don't like anybody in this. I don't. Anybody that's had a flirting rivalry with the Patriots can all rot in hell. Uh, and the Ravens, the Ravens are the ones that caused Spygate because they were babies. And we're not super biased at these picks at all. <laughs> we couldn't beat the Patriots. We got to take them out. You said the balls are inflated. Oh, my God. We can't beat them. Where's anyway. your journalistic anyway. integrity, no, bro? It's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just said they're winning the division. Did I not just say I think I'm the winner of the division? That. You did say that, yeah. I think and Lamar's going to win the MVP again. Baby. you want me to be real about it? I think Lamar, again, if he's healthy... He is not winning the MVP. Assuming he's got something to prove. He's got something to prove. Uh, with all the contract bullshit and him being injured and everybody saying he was holding out and not healthy and talking trash about him last year, Lamar has something to prove. I think the Ravens are – you say people win 12, 13 games all the time. I think the Ravens are yeah. a – I think the I Ravens are good. winning 13. I think the games. Ravens got the best receiver in the draft last year in Zay Flowers. I what? I do. Sorry, Jordan Addison's great, but I, I'm from Boston. Boston JSN. College Games. Huh? JSN. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yes. I, I want again. I watched Zay Flowers on a weekly basis. That kid is very good. Very, very are, good. Isn't he like five seven? <laughs> 160 pounds or something tiny but he's fast so, Devonte smith he's 110 pounds it doesn't size well, he's like 510 all right whatever i'm telling you <laughs> good I'm telling you. and i think they, all brought, over again. they brought odell beckham in you got zay flowers mark andrews is one of the best perennial tight ends every year rashad bateman who i still believe in has a chance to be a breakout wide receiver. Jake, that guy. 
They got a good defense. As much as I hate the guy, they got a good coach in Harbaugh. They have an established system. I think this division is prime for Baltimore to end up back at the top of it. I played I'm wide receiver. I picked. I played the Ravens receiver roulette last year, and it sucked. Yeah, because Lamar was out half the year because he was hurt. At the start of the year, it was great when Rashad Bateman was healthy because he was their go-to guy, and he yep. was so good. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I'm also taking the under on the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of bad bad vibes around the Ravens' locker room, and all the off-season stories are, you know, Dobbins is holding out, Lamar's unhappy, and – you know, they bring in Odell, who hasn't had a full season in how long and hasn't been super productive. You know, they, they he's draft... also a wild card in terms of personality. Absolutely. He's another wild card personality. And then you even look at the other guys, like Bateman, unfortunately, hasn't been able to stay healthy throughout his career. Zay Flowers, well, he is a very talented wide receiver. There's no doubt about that. I don't believe in the size. The size factor is such an important part in the NFL now especially for wide receivers. It's very rare that a guy that size can have a lot of an impact, at least in the first couple of seasons from what I've seen, at least. Um, So it's just a lot of the offensive question marks are just still there. And, and there's, there's very few teams where it's a real thing, but there is seems to be this like Ravens curse of whether it's their practice field or their regular field, everybody turns up a sprained ankle eventually or pulls the fashion in their foot or something silly like that. But like the Ravens are a team I'm very much out of. And I might just be bitter because I've been spurned by Lamar Jackson the last two years in fantasy. But, uh, <laughs> but that, that feeling ro- relays into why I'm picking the under for them. Okay. Plugo, you went under too? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, not not under, but... it's not that bad. I got him at 10. Okay. We then have the Cleveland. Wait, so I have the over then if I have Yeah, you got the over. Yeah, you have yeah, the over. Yeah, I got the over. Wins. So you're going over. Never, I thought it was 10. And no, I nine. I just did a good job with these uh, these numbers because I was looking at it earlier and I was like, yeah. well, I'm just going to have to pick my gut when we're Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty like, they're all of them are like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's like right where they should be. It's very exactly. annoying when you are a degenerate gambler. Say like Baltimore right on the line. They'll have a tie game this year. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns. Their number is coming in at eight and a half for over under. This one to me is super hard because they are a super talented team. But for me, if Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson is the Deshaun Watson we saw last year, no chance they go over it. But if he is the Deshaun Watson we saw the last time we saw him in a Houston Texans uniform, they're over. They could win this division, truly. Because look at, regardless, and again, not not great what happened there. But when the dude plays football, if he is the Deshaun Watson we know, he is one of the top five to seven quarterbacks in football. He's still only like 27 or some shit like that. He's super young. Uh, if he is Deshaun Watson, that's what you that's what you're baking this number on. I I don't believe in the coach. I don't think Stefanski is that good of a coach. Uh, and I am gonna go under here, but I don't feel great about it because I do love Nick. I love me some Nick Chubb. Yeah, love me some Nick Chubb. 
Uh, Miles Garrett, absolute animal. I actually think Donovan Peoples-Jones is the candidate for a breakout receiving year uh, this year as well. If Again, if Watson is Watson. Uh, but I'm going under. Uh, I'm going under. Be Big Ben, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. But if we're talking strictly on the football, I'm still going under. I don't think Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I don't think he's going to get to I don't think he's going to get to where he was when he was a Texan right now, right now. I'm going. Yeah, it's, tu it's tough because that is the big question mark. Cause he looked real bad last year. It like, was very real bad. bad. Like they, they needed a good backup quarterback and they have a rookie as their backup quarterback this year. But uh, I, I, for one, I'm actually on the over for the Browns. I do have faith that that talent didn't just crumple up and disappear. Like, it's still in there somewhere. You take that much time off professional football. Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of rust there, but I I feel, again, as a Texans fan, I do feel Deshaun Watson will kind of return to form a bit more this year. The offense is much improved, even with just Elijah Mitchell there and, um, oh, who's their other receiver that they have? Not Elijah um, Mitchell, Elijah Moore. Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy that they have? Like uh, Cooper. Yeah. yeah, Mari Cooper. Yeah. Mari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and then, like you said, Nick Chubb is just a phenomenal running back. They have mm -hmm. solid defense. Uh, Stefanski still kind of juries out on him, but uh, based off of previous track record, the offense might be a bit better on that one. But, uh, again, I do think they're a team that a lot of people are going to overlook and kind of forget about. Yep. Uh, but that offense, as you said, a lot of this just rolls on Deshaun Watson. But, mm -hmm. uh we go there. All right. Plug up. All right. So we have Sullivan came in and said under. And uh, Big Ben says, wait, there is such a thing as a Texans fans? Holy shit. I, I have a Texans t-shirt. But I'm not. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Um, I got the under and I got the under hard because they're the Browns. Ooh. And the Browns That's are going to brown. And Plugo, is, Plugo is an old Browns fan. I'm a former so Browns fan. He had, he had many years. Uh, supporting <laughs> not them. many. I, I started when they went 0 16, and then I went through last year when they signed Sean Watson. I said, I don't think I keep doing this. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, was, I was I was all in on the Browns. Like when they when they picked up uh, Odell and they had mm -hmm. Baker, I was mm -hmm. me too. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was like, they yeah, this is the year they're gonna go, and then it's just like nothing. So it's just nothing. Like, they I, smashed the Steelers in that Browns. playoff game. That was awesome, and that was that. <laughs> uh yeah, I got the under only because the top of the division of the Bengals and the Ravens, and I think the Steelers are going to be better and the Browns are still figuring out. They got a lot of talent, but they're the Browns. Yeah. And if this goes sideways, I just, it's Browns fashion that it's just going to go sideways. Yeah. And um, that's what I think is going to happen. Cause all right. Fuck. We round out the <laughs> AFC North with those Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh God. Oh, terrible. Uh, the over under eight and a half for the Steelers. Fun fact. Do you know that Mike Tomlin has never coached a season where he was below 500? Yeah. For as long fair, as Mike right? Tomlin has been the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, which they've only had three head coaches in the last 38 years. Wild. They weren't three. They, were, they didn't go under 500 last nope. year? No. Nope. 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 Wow. He has never had a season 
where he the team finished. They started under too. <laughs> five hundred. Mike, they were awful last year. Yeah, I know. And they went. They went elite. Yeah, that is incredible. And I don't well, even think. I don't is- even. Again, he's just. I don't like the Steelers, but that's incredible. That is an incredible stat. Um, this is gonna be the year. Eight and a half. Damn it. I'm going over. Ah. Oh. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Oh, I'm not going to be able hurts, to sleep tonight. It? Hurts, oh, it's disgusting it? to me. Last year, the way they finished, they didn't have TJ Watt for 10. They only had 10 games out of him. They missed him for seven games of the year. Their offensive line was banged up last year. But with that happening, I think Kenny Pickett might be legit. I think Kenny Pickett might be a legit quarterback. They always have good receivers. They're like the drafting receiver legends they got they get everybody the defense is always solid tomlin is there like i said he has an established culture an established system i'm I'm taking the over i can see them nine and seven maybe on a good year even ten and six and challenging for the division honestly uh but i'm going over with the steelers as much as i don't want to (laughs) stone hurt yourself Whoever wants right, to go next time. What about you, Rich? What do you think? I got him. Uh, I got him under. I got him under. You got him under. You're not a believer, hey? I'm not. I think uh, I would have a bad year unless Najee Harris figures it out. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm thinking with JPJ with the over on this one as well. I think this division kind of eats itself up in a yep. in a way. Like you'll have the Browns beat Cincinnati, and then Cincinnati will beat the Ravens and the Ravens will beat the Browns and then the Steelers will beat two to three. And it's just like this weird amalgamation of everybody eating into each other's win totals um, where I think like a couple of the bottom guys will actually come up like eight and a half is a hell of a number though, especially for them. But uh, like you said, Tomlin's such a good coach. They always, always find a way on defense. And you you said that uh, Najee might be a big hurdle for them, but I, I don't think it. that affects them that much. They have no. Jalen Warren behind them if they really need to. He's a great running back. I was going to say, I and, think Warren might end up being the starter by the end of the season if Harris doesn't show like he showed his rookie year because Warren is good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even like you said with their receivers, they just churn out these receivers. Like Deontay Johnson can just catch anything within his range. Like he can get 12 targets a game and for like 24 yards. Yeah, and then they got George Pickens out of nowhere. George Pickens was a standout. He should be better in year two. It's uh, Pat Fryermuth. Yep, as a tight end, like they're if Pickett again, their off their offensive line and Pickett getting banged up could be an issue. Yeah, but uh, Pickett looked good last year. I'm sorry, I was like, damn. I was like, Pittsburgh might have found another one. That's well, how he I felt watching. Right, like he, at the start of the year, he did look really bad, but at least he started to show like. He started to read the offense a little bit or the defense a little bit better. He started making better plays. He got rid of the ball quicker, didn't throw it right to the other team. So it's like there, there's signs of progression, which is always what you want to see. Um, there's, there's certain people that you don't see that from, and uh, they, they end up unemployed very shortly afterwards. Yeah, big time. All right. So we then move to the AFC South. This yes. division blows. Let me tell you. It sucks. This is a terrible division. <laughs> this is a terrible division. Uh, we start with the team, the top team, 
the AEW Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars, coming in at nine and a half over under. I'm going to go last because I'm very interested to see what you two think because I have a strong opinion about this one. Um, What's the over under for that again? Nine and a half. Oh, over. Over. Smash that over. They got six easy wins in the division. You think because of the division easily? Is that what it is? Because it's six and oh? Five and one or six and oh against the division? They have such a cakewalk of a division. Um, Outside of Tennessee, who might actually still have some gas left, but they're holding on to the elderly, essentially, when it comes to NFL terms. But, uh, yeah, Jacksonville's defense was one of the top defenses in the year last year, quietly. Um, Trevor Lawrence has come on underneath the new coaching regime. Mm -hmm. We got Calvin Ridley now. Uh, You know, Tank Bigsby has looked amazing, along with Travis Etienne. You also have Christian Kirk, who is like a – while it was only fantasy football, he's still a top 12 receiver in fantasy football last year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just the pieces seem to be connecting pretty well for a Jags team. that used And to the progression, baby. And AEW, you know, the wrestling connection. That's right. They can, they can do no wrong right now. I'm sure <laughs> they'll have a match during the game or something. Yeah. That would be that so That comes from a non-AEW fan, so. They're a, little, they're a long ways away from the days of where just Urban Meyer showed up at, what was that, All Out? Started yeah, kicking the like kicker that. or whatever. Stadium Stampede or whatever the hell it was. in the middle of Stadium Ur- Stampede. Urban Meyer's like, hey, hey, how are you guys doing in here? All right. Plugo, where, where are you feeling about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Do they got, have 10 wins? I got them at 12 wins. <laughs> Fuck, did you, what? They weren't yeah. even good last year. Progression, uh, baby. Trevor okay. Lawrence is going to take that up. All the things that my man Rich King just said. They got some. They got weapons. Calvin Ridley's going to be great. I'm excited, man. I think. And again, I think the rest of the division is just so bad that that's an easy six. You just got to figure out the rest. That's fair. Sorry, could I, it be I one of those? Could, oh. I have to answer Ben really quickly, but uh, Jacksonville is not as indie as AEW because they play for the major league. Wow. So, anyways, you guys go ahead. Wow. Shade, bro. Shade. Oh, I like I like Jacksonville. It's all about progression. The division's easier. Okay. I love it. And I would say, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go AW Jags, baby. All right, I'm, all, I'm all in. Because also, too, you, you we have the – I know what we said earlier, 12 wins is not easy. People do no. it all the time, yada, yada, yada. But you always do – you have that one team that, like, wins more games than they should and you're like how do they get how do they get up there that's what i think the jags are like oh shit are they really that good or is the division really that bad it's gonna be that kind of year all right that's fair uh, i'm taking the under and the trevor lawrence is just a handsome man he's not as handsome right. as yeah, any of the right. rads that's but fine he's, he's i mean yeah i mean that's a given uh, i'm gonna take the under. i'm gonna take the under i'm gonna take the under uh, i think this hey, hater is, i think this division is terrible I think the Jaguars probably still win the division, but I think they can they win it at nine and eight or something like that because I don't think they're that. That's fair. Um, will they get maybe five and one, four and two, even maybe six and zero? Oh? Yeah, against the division, maybe. I do think a couple of the teams in the division are going to be a little bit better than they were last year. Not great, but a little bit better. Um, and I get it. I, like you said. Trevor Lawrence should get better every year. Calvin Ridley is a big get for them. Like I, yeah, I just, uh, I think they're a little too overhyped. 
think they're getting a little bit of too overhyped. Uh, so I'm going to go Super Bowl team by any means, but I think yeah. they're going to dominate this division. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I'm, I think nine and eight is kind of a perfect spot for them. So I'm going to take the under. <laughs> uh, all right. We then have the Tennessee Titans. I believe this was Plugger. Was it last year that you said they were going to be the number one seed? In the yeah, dude. I had them winning okay. the, I had them at number one. You did. You did. And then they just, they decided that they, that just wasn't part of their plan. No. They're the over pieces under. were there, man. Yeah, the over/under for the 2023 Tennessee Titans is seven and a half. Plug I'd smash that over. All right, yeah, well, I would Rich take that over. All right, if, if I was betting, I would take the over just because that seems like yeah. a really, really low number. They still got good pieces. They're not terrible. Yeah, and they got I, DeAndre I think, Hopkins comes, now. Yeah, they added DeAndre Hopkins. I like Vrabel. I think Vrabel's a good coach. He's from that Belichick tree of like, you know, we're not going to give up. Yeah, they yeah. have a solid defense. I think Traylon Burks is pretty decent. The question with them is who's the quarterback and who's it going to be? Is it going to be Tannehill? You're going to roll with Levis? Who, so they... Tannehill has flashes of goodness, but not he's not consistent. They just drafted Levis, but a lot of people aren't high on him at all. It really with, depends. Uh, yeah. With Tannehill there, like, uh, again, when they had success, they had somebody that they could throw to deep, especially mm -hmm. with A.J. Brown, who could just go and get the ball. Yeah. Uh, so I think having that play-action threat now of having both Burks and DeAndre Hopkins on the mm -hmm. outside are going to be huge for them, especially when you have uh, Chig as their tight end. I can't pronounce yep. his full name, and I oh, apologize yeah. for that. No, yeah. But, uh, but uh, Jig, their tight end. You still have Derrick Henry. You still got Derrick Henry. At some point, I know everyone's like, well, he's got his legs got to fall off at some point. They run him to the ground. He's a, you still got Derrick Henry. You, you, they drafted Tajay Spears, Tajay yes, Spears, who I, I think say. is going to be gigantic for them as a backup and to give Henry some rest. Um. I still think the Titans are pretty good. I have them way over seven I, and a half. Yeah, I, I was going to say they're going to challenge Jacksonville at least. I don't I, think they're yeah. high, but yeah, I, I still I have them way over there. seven and a half. I think that is, I think that's I think there were there again like the Jaguars. I think they're a nine, but you know a nine win team or so, maybe ten if everybody again if everyone's healthy and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, it kind of reminds me of that weird year where they came in first. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone yeah. had them just written off completely, and like they're like, like Tennessee is nothing, like they're not going to make any, and then somehow they ended up first in the AFC. Yeah, and then that's why I was like, yeah, they're going to keep it up, and then, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh, there we go. If you can see Lou's eyes right there, he's, oh he's got a bug. He's got a bug in his sights. Oh, perfect. He's trying to figure yeah. it out. He's like, how do I kill this bug? Yeah, um, boy. Yeah. All right. We then go to the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if this was done before the Jonathan Taylor situation or not, but they're over under six and a half. Six and a half. Under. Yes. So far, Probably under. a lot. Yeah. Who's there? They, they have, were not good last year. They won't be good this year. Lou, please, for the love of God, do not. No. Lou, <laughs> I, I know you want this bug, bro. I'm operating under the assumption that Jonathan Taylor is not going to play it down for them. So that. Significantly hinders your ability to win. I can't name one guy on their defense that's worth any. You know what I mean? I just can't off the top of my head. 
And then uh, Anthony the, Richardson thing, that's a big that's the biggest they boom. A, the, they have a new head coach. New head coach, coach, new quarterback, Shane new Steichen. system. It, yeah, it's going to be a learning curve this year, and that's okay. They'll figure it out eventually. But, yeah, this year's going to be bad. Yeah, I think they kind of missed their actual contending window because they could never find a quarterback after Andrew. Who was their – oh, they got Anthony Richardson. He's starting right out the jump. Um, yeah. I and mean, they got, guess, they got uh, Gunner, uh, Gar- Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. I guess if Anthony Rich- if Anthony Richardson is otherworldly and takes the league by storm, I mean – they could get seven wins, eight wins, but I, I, I think, yeah. oof, no, I got them. I think, I think I that's very up. rare for a rookie, and especially when he's no more known as like a Russian quarterback, which is great for fantasy football, but for like real life, I think that's very overrated when it comes to the NFL. Like, you, you need a, you need an actual playmaker that can throw, not just run. I didn't know he was from Russia. Wow. Uh, we got Sullivan saying the under. It's the getting late. I'm I'm getting loopy, man. Well, we'll keep going. We're good. Hey, Rich uh, said he Rich said he was a Russian quarterback. I said I don't know. Rushing. How dare you plug him? We then have the Houston Texans rounding out the AFC South. They're over under five and a half wins, guys. I'm picking the over. Me too. I'm picking but like the over. six wins. Yep. Like six wins. This I'm taking year. the under. Okay, fair. Probably a good bet. Yeah, I think I, they're going to be a better football team. I just think that this is one of those like let's bottom this bitch out again and kind of like build. Isn't that out. what they just did though? They did, they just, but they're but they got Shroud yeah. and Will. Why Anderson? not? Why not do it one more time? You ain't winning this. They don't year. have a first round pick. Did, they they traded it off to. Department. I know they did. I, I know they did, but they'll it figure out a way. No to. good to bottom it out because they don't have any reason to do that. Now, one of the reasons why I do like that. And by the way, CJ Stroud is an Ohio State quarterback. Name the last. Look, Ohio I'm not State saying that CJ Stroud is going to be any good. But again, they they traded up. They got two top three picks to really get the one of the top quarterbacks and the best defender in the draft. Yeah. So. I mean, I expect him to, and D'Amico Ryans, again, new head coach, but he, he was the defensive coordinator for the Niners and the Niners had a top defense in the league. I think he brings a certain level of like uh, excitement and he's new fresh head coach. I think there's a chance that they do six wins. Six wins is not a ton of wins. Six and 11. Even even, uh, their coach last year, I believe was Lovey Smith. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I know they, they lost a lot of games. Don't get me wrong. But they were in a lot of games that they had no reason to be in. Yep. Like again, as somebody that watched, watched, follows the Texans, I can't say I watched the games all that often because they're not that good. Um, yeah, never, but they were in a lot of those games up until the last possession or two, right? It was not like they got blown out a bunch. I remember making money off of their game against the Cowboys when they were within a score at the end of the, the game against them. And uh, – like they play with a lot of passion, despite not being a great team. So I'm interested to see what D'Amico Ryan brings to the Houston defense. Um, it does feel like they're starting to build up that defense a little bit more, similar to the days of like JJ Watts and Jadavian Clowney. But that's high expectations for a young defense. Uh, but I think they can get six wins for sure. All right, and Plugo, you got the under, huh? Five wins. Okay. That's Five. fair enough. 
All right, let's roll. To Sticks the is a lock, guys. You're banking on a lot of stuff. You acting like they oh they they, they made these two they got two top three picks like you know all the picks always pan out. You know, I think CJ Stroud's. Well, I mean, granted, not for my fantasy league and my keeper league. I hope he's a stud, <laughs> but he's an Ohio State quarterback. Those don't work out in the NFL. Fair. It's fair. We have the AFC West. We have the Kansas City Chiefs atop, as they have been routinely here, uh, tying the Bengals for the highest projected win over under number at 11 and a half. Just so we all are aware right now, they are beating the Lions 17 to 14 uh, in week one, Damn currently it. in the fourth quarter. Um, but 11 I took and a half. the Lions, man. I took the Lions. Let's hope to shock the That's world fair. today. Um we got 11 and a half. Obviously, Travis Kelsey missed tonight's game, but they said long term he might have dodged a bullet there, so he'll be okay. But that receiving, and again, Patrick Mahomes is a special player, but that receiving core besides Kelsey, not that great. Uh, Marquez Val, no, yeah, Marquez Valding, yeah. Valdez Scantling is their probably top guy. I mean, that's not great uh, as a top threat. Um, but it's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player on earth. 11 and a half is a high number. I could see them falling back and maybe having one of those, you know, 10 and seven seasons where they're, you know, they're just a little bit off, but I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. So I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over here. Didn't they say that last year? This is the worst receiving core Patrick Mahomes ever had. Yeah, I mean, how's he gonna do it without Tyreek? I mean, look at well, that was the thing. He he, they traded Tyreek Hill, and everyone's like, "Well, oh," and he had his best year. Mahomes had the best year he ever had. So without Tyreek Hill, it's insane. For for the wide receivers, it feels like you can really piecemeal together like a ton of different players. Like again, fantasy football wise, I don't think you really want any of the wide receivers. But in real NFL, you know, you have a gadget player like Tony. You have uh, MVS, who's a deep ball threat. Now you have Sky Moore, who's a young guy. Rasheed Rice, who's a young guy. Uh, see what they're kind of built out of. Uh, I heard uh, Rice has done a fairly good job in his first game. Travis Kelsey will hopefully be okay. Uh, their defense is always looking good, although Chris Jones being missing is kind of a big part. Uh, he's a big, big player in that quarterback pressure, so I think when you see them face maybe a little bit of a better uh, offensive line than what uh, Detroit has, although improved. Uh, you might see some more gaps coming up in the defense, but Kansas City is just the class of the NFL, man. It's hard to bet against them at this point. It's, right. it's basically like betting against Brady back in his prime, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Gotta Pull love up. the Rache Rice pick sitting on my bench. <laughs> yeah, it's just touchdown tonight, doesn't it? I know, and one of my ladies sitting on a bench uh, right now because I was he was a value pickup. But anyway, I got the over as well. I just don't yeah. bet against the Chiefs until they prove me wrong. And yep. I hear they'll you. figure it out, and they'll win to some games. They're going to win games in this division. I mean, the yep. Chargers are the biggest threat, and they've yet to prove that they can get over that hump. So until somebody – and then Denver's a mess, and it's the Raiders, and the Raiders yep. are the Raiders. So, yeah, this is one of those divisions where it's like, yeah, they'll get their 12 wins, and it'll be fine. I like yeah. the number 12 this year a lot. Apparently. 12 uh, we is do the have number, the Los man. Angeles Chargers coming in next. They're over under nine and a half. Nine and a half for the LA Chargers. I do think 
Pluggo, you admit that the Chargers have had some hype here these last few seasons. Um, this is the shit or get off the pot. I here think it too. is, and I think their head coach is trash. Uh, they did just know. pay their how, quarterback $275 million. How, look at Herbert looks all the part. How Brandon Staley kept his job after blowing that game to the Jaguars last year <laughs> is beyond me. Who does he have pictures of? Who does he have dirt on? <laughs> he wouldn't have even gotten on the plane. if it was what? I, I, I would have been like, you're good, bro. Take the, you're, you're good right now. It's over. I would have been in the fourth quarter. I would have been like, he's fine. This is it. We're, we're looking for a new coach starting tomorrow. <laughs> I remember that I was sitting at home and I was watching that game with like the kids and like it got to be like 28 nothing and I'm like yeah well you know it is what it is so let's put something else on and then all of a sudden they went to bed and I kicked it back on I was like what the hell just happened here what the what did you do how did you do that so I got him I do have him at 10 wins so I guess I have the over because I think again this is the year like if you're gonna do it this is it you got you got to do it now. Eckler's going to be on the decline. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Williams, the receiver. Mike Williams, Keenan right. Allen. All these guys are on. Like this is it. Like if you don't get this ten and get in the playoffs and make a push, this thing's going to get blown up. So I got them at ten because they've got the they've got the team to do it. They just need to do it. If that makes yeah, sense. I agree. Like I they've agree. got the pieces. Well, even defensively, look, they have Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa. Like, yeah, that, that should be just running rough shot on a lot of the teams as they're going through. And that offense is super high powered at this point. If they don't deliver this year, which I don't think they're going to go all the way, but uh, I do think they'll make a push for the playoffs and uh, get, get at least 10 wins. I almost uh, think it's uh, like AFC championship game or bust for the coach. Has to be, uh, and then has even to be. then, even then they might let him go. But I also, I just feel like it, you just paid all that money to Herbert. You can't, you're not going to be able to pay all these guys anyway after this. So you got to do it. You got to. Yeah. 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 NFL, coaches, NFL coaches are like cockroaches, especially the bad ones. They just keep popping up over and over and over again. So. <laughs> Where's old Dick for meal? <laughs> Bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I have, I have them over. I do not believe in this team at all. Uh, just because they haven't given me a reason to yet, and they've been hyped up and not lived up to the bill. I do think my cat is being a fucking nightmare right now. Uh, I, I do think if they were to get a decent coach, it would change the, tra the trajectory of them, but I think 10 wins is very reasonable for them. Uh, we then have the Denver Broncos, eight and a half, the over-under. Sean Payton coming in, the new head coach. Everyone's hoping, but I think... I think Russell Wilson is washed, man. I, I I don't see. Will he maybe be a little bit better with the with the obviously a big improvement of head coach and Sean Payton? Yeah, I could see that. They got Jerry Judy. They got good young players. Javante Williams, the running back, is very good. I don't think a Russell Wilson has what it takes anymore. I just don't. No. I haven't liked what I've seen of him in the last couple Busy years. He looks kissing babies. He looks. He looks like he's done. I'm taking the under, even though it's Sean Payton, and I do think Payton is a good coach. Uh, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under here. Yeah, unless Sean Payton can get on the field and actually take snaps for his team, I think this team is done. I, I, I don't like Denver at all. Like, again, everyone's coming in injured, it looks like. Uh, Javante, while he recovered very quickly, is still recovering off an ACL injury. Mm -hmm. uh, Judy's already 
his hamstrings already messed up. You know, they lost um, what's his name on the receivers, Tim Patrick, already. Yeah, already on IR. Um, so I mean, like, the team's just doesn't give you a lot to have faith in. Like the defense is always well coached. The defense is always pretty good, but uh, I just don't see them competing in like what it's turned out to be a very stacked AFC. What's yeah. the number? Eight and a half. Eight and a half for the Broncos. I think eight's reasonable. It's still the under, but I think I they just can't be. In my opinion, they just cannot possibly be as bad as they were last year. They had all that hype, and it just that Nathaniel Hackett. That that's a culture killer. I don't think Sean Payton is going to let these guys lose, you know, twelve games and be just an absolute dumpster fire. And Russell Wilson, I you guys think? I actually think there's still something there. I think he's still got something left, but I think eight wins, maybe nine, if they got lucky, is like that's that's it. That's your ceiling, which isn't great. I- yeah. My biggest memory of the Denver Broncos last year was him misthrowing somebody wide open in the end zone and that receiver basically taking off his helmet yeah. and throwing it off the ground yep. because he missed him wide open right there. You yeah. know, you know that happened. I just think that this it can't possibly. That's why I think I think it can't possibly be that bad. So it's going to be a better than people expect. I'm like, oh, maybe there's something here, but. It, I mean, eight wins isn't anything. Still under 500. Yeah. All right. We then have to round out the AFC for us. The Las Vegas Raiders Raiders. with the over under seven and a half. Derek Carr now in New Orleans. Darren Waller now in New York. They signed Jacoby Myers, who was a good player for the Patriots these last handful of years. Uh, But mm, you got Jimmy G. He was. He was. I don't believe you. Reliable, yeah, of course. He was the guy, he was the guy that caught the ball, he was the guy that you could throw to that was gonna make the catch. Was he he great? No, but he was solid. He Uh, was on the Patriots, can confirm. Yeah, uh, they have Jimmy G, they have Jimmy G as their starting quarterback. I think, from an injury history standpoint, not someone you can super duper rely on. I do think it's a slight downgrade from Derek Carr. Um, I can't. Yeah, I'm going the under here. I think. I think. I think they're get, they get beat up by Kansas City. They get beat up by the Chargers. Them and the Broncos. I kind of have on a similar plane. Um, They'll split. They could. They always do. But I don't. I don't see a way that they beat the Chargers or the Chiefs. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking the under here. I don't think they get to eight wins. I'm taking the under, and I don't think Devontae Adams finishes the season in a Raiders uniform. Wow. That's my you, bold prediction. I you think, think he, you think he demands a trade at some point, and they actually trade him, or he just sits out and then he's no, I gone think in the offseason? I think they'll trade him. All right. Fair. I mean, the Patriots need a receiver, so. Hey, there Josh, was already because the there was already in the uh, there was already the rumors in the offseason. There was already like he kind of wanted out. He wanted this. I think they're gonna have some struggles because I don't think the rest of the team's very good. Josh Jacobs is good and all. Yeah, but he's he a running back. There. He, so there's yeah, not a he, ton he of value there. there. A week ago. So yeah, there's not a ton of value there. So like you Davante, I don't think he's gonna finish out. And then you're gonna be like, who's Jimmy G gonna throw the ball to? All right, that's fair. All right. That yeah, that rounds I'm up the AFC. Um, yeah. All right, so before we go to the NFC, give me your four division winners in the I AFC. Really we'll let we'll let Rich go first. 
All right. Uh, AFC South, we got Jacksonville. No surprise. AFC yes. North, Eagles, no surprise. AFC West, Chiefs, no surprise. AFC East, I got the Dolphins. Wow. High. You are really high on the Dolphins. <laughs> Very high on the Dolphins. All year. right. That's right. I so. thought you were just being funny on Twitter about the Tua stuff. You're really in on this. All in on Tua, man. You see him at the start of the last year. He looked phenomenal. He did. His pieces he did. around him are way better. They picked up more pieces to put around him as well, especially on the defensive end. They got Bradley Chubb for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his nuts? That got hurt too. Um cornerback from the Rams last year. Ramsey. Rams, Ramsey. 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 When he's healthy again, he'll be a shit disturber on the back end. But yeah. uh fans. All right, plug up. Actually, no, wait. Give me your AFC championship. My AFC championship? Yep. Give me a second. I got to figure All it right. out. All right, you tell me your division winner. <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll do AFC championship. That's right. I got the Bills. Yeah. I got the Jags. Yeah. I got the Chiefs. Yeah. Why am I blanking on it? Why am I? Who's left? South. North. AFC North, North, that's right. AFC North. I got the Bengals. Got the Bengals. Nothing too, nothing too crazy yeah. there. All right. I have the the Bills winning the AFC East. I have the Tennessee Titans winning the AFC South. I like that pick. I have the Baltimore Ravens. That's a winning the AFC North. That's hey, how do you think pick. I feel about it? And then I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning the AFC West. And I have my AFC Championship game is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. That is my AFC championship. I like it. Wow. Okay. We can go on, we can go on oh, Yeah, Rich, if you're ready. Whatever. I thought about it long and hard. I have come down to a decision. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC. That's, been the, that's been the dream matchup these last couple of years. The games they've had have just been incredible football games to watch, those two teams. All right, Plugo, your AFC championship game. Before we move to the NFC, I feel like I should be different here because that's. The, no, I mean, the Bills are good. I like the Bills. Yeah, and then I'll go Bills Bengals. All right, rock and roll. I don't. I don't, I don't love it. Last yeah. year I had the Chargers in there. <laughs> you know, I did too, man. I did too. <laughs> I had All the right. Eagles in the NFC side of it last year too, and I didn't get any credit for that. That's fair. Well, we're going to start the NFC with the NFC East, and the top team is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're over under 10.5. Last year, they were in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl representative of the NFC. Jalen Hurts had a fantastic Super Bowl and a losing effort. Um, yeah, 10.5 is the over under. They didn't the have the right cleats, man. They should have yep. had the right cleats. R- Sullivan coming in hard. He is an Eagle supporter. So I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I got him over. I mean, I think 10.5 is actually low. I would have put them in the 11.5 range. I think I had them winning 13. Yeah. So I'm going to pick over just because I think 10.5 is low. If you would have told me 11.5, I might have been like, oh, I got to think about it. But I think they're an over a 10-win team. 10 and 7, that's low for them. I don't think there's any way that they're under 10.5. Even if Jalen Hurts goes down, they're still winning at least 11 games. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're just so loaded I, everywhere, and that yeah. defense is wild. You look at that roster, and you're like, "How did this actually happen?" Yep, hundred percent. Very oh, shit. good. Roster. The Lions. The Lions about to take the lead on Kansas City. Let's go. Let's go. Um, uh, <laughs> we then have the Dallas Cowboys over under 
nine and a half victories. I'm going over. Onward to victory. I, I think the Cowboys have a chance to challenge the Eagles for the AFC, uh, the NFC East here, but I'm going over. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Uh, I'm going over as well. Defense is killer. <laughs> Offense looks revamped. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going over only because it's nine and a half, and I think so. I got him at 10. But uh, over under how many games Trey Lance plays in is a well. What do you when you say plays in? Do you mean plays like, in? Just he, plays I think they're in. gonna. I think they're gonna. If I set the, the bar at four. He's not gonna start. I don't think he's gonna start any over under four that he plays in. Over play. Yeah. So I'm I, th- saying I like, think he's gonna. They're gonna make packages for him to go in there and like rush or do an option. Like I think he's gonna no, be involved. That's what I'm. I'd, I'm say, I'd say under. Yeah. All right. I mean, he's not going to start a quarterback or maybe, play quarterback maybe, at all. You know. No, 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 no. But like maybe near the end of the season, he might yeah. get a couple of snaps here and there. But like, yeah. I, I don't see. <laughs> I just curious. I Under all the other NFC teams are garbage. garbage. I have no bias here. <laughs> well, <laughs> we we have the New York Football Giants made the playoffs last year. Had an upset victory in round one as well. Yeah, they did. Uh, Brian Dayball, coach of the year last year. Danny Dimes got that contract in the offseason because of the year he had. Saquon is there, but he's on a he's not ha- he's not exactly thrilled to be there. He's uh but eight and a half is the number for the Giants. How do we feel about eight and a half? Over. Oh. All right. So you we we right now, Plugo, that is three over five hundred teams in the NFC East. Right now, currently, I know. I think they're that's good. Fair. That's fair. I think they're a good division. I think it's they're a good, good division. A good division. That's the thing. I think they're really good. Yeah, I have the Giants over as well. I have them over. I think nine wins is right about right. And if Waller's good, it's just another. Danny and I think Dimes. Darren Waller is going to be electric again if he stays healthy because he's hurt all the fucking time. <laughs> but if Darren, if Darren, if we're to assume that Darren Waller is healthy. He's going to be the top receiving option on that team. This just far. this just in, guys. Hey, listen up. If everyone in the NFL stays healthy, yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, but I'm I'm picking over. I think Waller uh, has a chance. If people get hurt, that's when games start to get lost. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Only because I've said uh-huh. it too. I can't help it either. It's so cliche to say. It's. Yeah, it's something. Uh, I'm taking the under for the Giants. Uh, I again, I like the Giants as a team. I, I do think that they're they're a good team. I just think there's just better teams than NFC, and I do think that the Giants punched above their height last year. I think they're a little overrated on that side of things. Uh, I think they will come back down to earth right now. They they're probably a wide receiver away from being one of the top tier teams. So if a guy like Devontae Adams comes available and they happen to snatch him up, I think that would do wonders for that team. But I do think that they're missing some top-end, like, offensive game-changers. Darren Waller, solid player. Saquon Barkley, definitely a game-changer. But you don't see a lot of teams relying on a top-end running back go very far in the NFL. That's fair. All righty. To round out the NFC East, we have the Washington Commanders coming in over under at 7.5. <coughs> Way under. 
for me. <laughs> that's way high, under. dude. That's, uh, that's a lot of wins. And I know that they were pretty decent for a little bit last year. That is a high number for me. Uh, Sam Howell is their starting quarterback. We don't know much about him. I do love um, Terry McLaurin. He's one of my favorite non-Patriot football players. I just think he's a solid, really good wide receiver, leader of that team, but they don't have enough to me. Um, hey, Ryan yeah, Sullivan, going, how do you feel about under. the I'm commanders? going way under seven and a half for the commanders. Yeah, I'm going under with the commanders as well. Uh, they weren't very good last year. They haven't really improved this year. If anything, they might have downgraded at their quarterback compared to Taylor Heineke, which is a wild statement to make, but uh, it might be true. Um, is he defense, still there as their backup? No, Heineke is no, with the Falcons. In, okay, okay. Atlanta I couldn't remember. I think he might actually be the starter for the Falcons, I think. Is he not? No. I think uh, they're, going no not they're going with Ritter? They're going Ritter, yeah. They're going Ritter to start, and then they'll see – Oh, he does. <laughs> but you uh, go better yeah. or get off the shitter. Nothing. Nothing's looking. Uh, nothing's looking good for the Manders right now. Yeah, I, I love. Right. This. I love this take. They're yeah. garbage. Garbage. We head to the NFC North. We have the Detroit Lions at the top of the list in the NFC North. The over under nine and a half wins for context. They now have a twenty one to twenty lead over <laughs> the Chiefs <laughs> with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Uh, so they just drove down and took the lead in Kansas City. I love that. Um, actually, there's only four minutes left, I think. So I might even be giving them extra time. But nine and a half, the over-under for the Detroit Lions. Do we feel like the Detroit Lions are going to be 10-7 and seven or better? I know they finished strong last year, but I have a Jared Goff, man. What? I do think they go over here. Okay. Just thinking right. about it, like again, they they were a solid team last year. They um, Dan Campbell is, is an coach. interesting dude, but he like, despite all the biting knees things, like he got his players to play, and that was what really showed up last year. Yeah. Um, again, speak of a team punching above their weight class, but I think the Lions with another year again, they're a young team, so another year to kind of build this all up. Once Jameson Williams comes back, I think mm. you see that offense really snap into a new gear, uh, especially with Tamir Gibbs, with even Montgomery. You got Amon Ra there. Uh, Sam Laporta is only going to get better each and every game. Their offensive line looks good. Their defense is getting better. Um, I do think Kansas City is probably going to score on their last, their next drive just because it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and they didn't. They're, they're, they're punting. They're punting right now. Oh, they're punting. Okay, they're punting so the last back to Detroit. They'll end up getting the score on the last play of the, the game or whatever. Yeah, you know, in my hope so. You know how they this just, script As he dives behind it. Play. It, was, it was third and one, and they yeah. had the tight end under center, and he did a re, he did a, a reverse to that Rice guy for a four-yard loss on third and one. And the crowd is booing the shit out of him right now. Well, hey, yeah, Mike from Indy. Welcome in, friend. They're, they're they're treating like a hey, fell asleep, just woke up. He's we're, also we're, in our fantasy football He is in our fantasy football league. What up, Mike? Uh, I had I just had one of my friends just message me and go, "What the fuck did I just watch?" And I said, "Well, that's one of the worst <laughs> plays I've ever seen." Uh, but I am going the. <sighs> I don't think they're winning the division. That's my problem. I don't think they're going to win this division. Uh, I gotta admit, I'm gonna wins. I'm gonna go over. I think I think ten wins. Even though we're talking about the you said we're talking because they're the Browns. These motherfuckers are still the Lions. But but they don't uh, have you know Dan. I mean? They don't have Dan Campbell. That's true. 
That's true. He is like still the Lions we're talking about here. But I am. This this is a hard one for me. Uh, Just go under. I'm going under. I'm going to do it. I'm going under. Fuck it. I'm doing it. See how easy that was? Yeah, I know. JPJ's over here like, if I screw this up. (laughs) Yeah, my house is on the line. Yeah. Um, Barry Sanders himself is going to We then have the Minnesota Vikings coming in at eight and a half for the Minnesota Vikings. They drafted Jordan Addison, another weapon for Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk. The Vikings were good last year. Yes, we did, Mike. It was very polarizing. I have them Why in my AFC champ. I have them in my AFC championship, Mike. Just so you know. I um, don't, Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Uh, sorry, buddy. I have the Vikings. <laughs> when it ta- when it comes to eight and a half, when it comes to the Vikings, I have them over. I have them over. I have them just over. Yeah. I, I think they're good enough to get to like nine, maybe ten-ish wins. Um, but that defense looked so bad last year and just let people into games. And then you got Kirk Cousins who just doesn't show up in big games. It's true. That's and that's the unfortunate thing is he's a good quarterback. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't hey oh. Mike, I didn't want to do it. I don't like the Ravens, but yeah, he, they're in the AFC <laughs> They're in the AFC championship for me. I, I you know. Yeah. It is what it's it's called growth. It's called growth. Uh, Plugo, eight and a half Vikings. You over on? I got him over. I got him okay. winning the division, yeah. and I got him. You got him winning the division. I, I got him winning right. that thing. I think my division winner. I got him. Like I got. I think Minnesota and Detroit are going to fight it out all year. Okay. I think Fair this enough. whole division actually is like could better. Be I think it it's be better. Well, I think it's better. definitely more. It's definitely competitive. I it's think it'll definitely be competitive. more balanced. I think. I think Jordan Love. Is, we'll talk about him in a minute. I well, think yeah, he's, oh, we will. Trust me. Oh, he's we will. better than he's going to get credit for. I think the Bears have improved. I think this division is going to be sneaky good. All right. Well, we have the Chicago Bears coming in next. They're over under oh. seven and a half. Seven and a half Chicago Bears. I got him under. I got him at seven. Okay. But I, but I think it's going to be one of those like. You know how we talked about the Texans earlier, Rich, and you're like, you know, they were in the close game every. It was, yeah. it was like they were right there. I think you're gonna see that with this team, and I can't imagine Justin Fields is gonna have a terrible year. With the, he's got too many weapons now, they gave him so much help. He's got to do it. Damn Ohio State quarterbacks. But do we think Justin Fields? I don't know. Do well, we here's think the Justin Fields I is a good think thrower of the football thrower. as. As somebody who lives near Chicago and gets plenty of Chicago sports talk in his life. Oh, shit. What a run by Gibbs. Anyway, I'm sorry. I think that it's another one of these situations where it's like, just let Justin Fields be Justin Fields. Why are we trying to turn him into a prototypical quarterback? Like He's not going to. I don't think he's ever going to be Peyton Manning with the ball. But that's okay. But Lamar Jackson isn't either. Now again, that's it. Might be a closer comparison with the scrambling court. Just let him be him. Let him figure it out. He's got plenty of weapons now. We're gonna find out if he can throw the ball, and I think he can throw the ball better than he's given credit for. Okay. So I, th- it's, I just, I don't know, man. It's he's either gonna be really good or he's gonna be god awful. <laughs> There's no in between with him. I, I don't think he's gonna be a me. It's the, that's just no. how I feel. 
it's bad. And that's the thing with a lot of Russian quarterbacks, though, right? They can either be <laughs> they're either going to be really good or they're just going to be mediocre. But, you don't have like an average Russian quarterback. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going on. I'm going under. I'm going quite under for the Brown for the Bears. I don't think their defense is up to snuff. I'm not a big believer in DJ Moore. I think he'll be good for Justin Fields, but I don't think he's going to be that game changer that they need. And but he's better than they had last year. That's the thing. Better like, than they had. Everything that the, everything they did this offseason is a significant upgrade than what they had last year. So that's why it's like he can't be as bad as he was last year. There's not a chance. I just don't have faith in Justin Fields outside of a fantasy football quarterback, to be honest. And uh, <laughs> that's all you need, man. But I will. I'll, pre- I'll preface it. Preface this with: I was wrong about Jalen Hurts last year, so I hope I'm wrong about Justin Fields this year. Yeah, I I also have the Bears coming. How in many leagues under. do you have Justin Fields in, Rich? I have them in. I have them in two. Sadly, you're a big I believer. Have in our league. I have them in our league. You just said um, you're a big believer in him as a fantasy quarterback, and you got nut. Well, that's because he's not going to throw. You can rush for. Uh, oh yeah, he'll get hundred yards. He'll be fine. Look at, yeah, that's what it is. Like yeah, like Daniel that, Jones was a uh, was a good competent quarterback in fantasy last year. Correct. Oh, it's just fourth and two right now. In the yeah, line. he was. Oh, man. This yeah, game he was. is getting nifty here. It's fourth and two. Two and a half minutes left. The Lions might be fun going. fact. They're going in for my, it. Oh, they're going in for my it. deep uh, my deep keeper league. I took uh, Daniel Jones his rookie year. I always take one of the rookie quarterbacks just in case they hit. Everybody shit all over it. I held on to him for two years. I had him for my longest keeper, and I like let him go. This was the year. Last year was the year, and I was like, well, I could do something else. And I let him go, and he finally was good. And I was like, "Damn it, no!" We're holding him back, plug alone. I was. It was me. I let so, him free, and he's flying. So, so the Lions had a twenty-one twenty lead, blew it. it. Fourth and two at the Kansas City Chiefs forty-six yard line. Oh no! And they went for it, and it was an incomplete pass. So now Mahomes gets it at midfield. With two and a half minutes the left, is real, baby. down one. Down one. one. Get ten yards. Should have run the ball. I don't know why they passed. Easy. They had he had golf empty backfield. It's empty backfield. Campbell's got first play. Oh my god, that receiver dropped it. Holy crap, that was a wide open throw. Anyway, uh, all right. Uh. <laughs> NFC NFC North last team. Uh. Green Bay Packers over under seven and a half. I will start here. I got them over, man. I got them way over. I think the Packers can win this division. To be honest yep. with you, uh, I agree. yep. So I have them way over seven and a half. Yeah, way I'm, over I'm so amazed strong. that Chicago goes ahead. You have them way over as well, Rich. Yeah, way over. Chicago, Green yeah. Bay. Seven I haven't. And a half. I haven't met eight wins. All right, so you have Moba. I have them over, but not way over. I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're like. Some they have offensive line has issues right now. They got a quarterback who's again, we'll see what he can do. Um, I don't love their receivers, their defense is always good. It's Green Bay, so I mean, it's culture. It's they got it, they got they got a good team. We'll see if Jordan Love is good, if he's as good as Aaron Rodgers was, you know, hell yeah, but it's we'll fair. see. It's hard to annoy. It's hard to annoy like these quarterbacks. You don't know anything about. I don't understand the people on these like sports talk shows or these websites. Go, this guy is definitely this Anthony Richardson. They, 
Super Bowl cat all over. They need something to talk about all summer. But it just cracks me up. These Jordan Love, I know for a fact he's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be good. He's good. You don't know. Just wait. It's like, let's record this. Again, I I guess it's all about putting it on the glass, having a take. I... I sit there and I just yeah. air on the side of coffins with these young quarterbacks, but that's me. I think I think two years of sitting behind Aaron Rodgers has probably done him great. The Green Bay seems to always be able to develop quarterbacks pretty well. I mean, look at Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Not saying Jordan Love is going to be up there, but like as long as he's an average quarterback, they have good two good running backs. They yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Dylan and good wide receivers. They they always have a good defense, so I think that's going to be. Again, a lot of these teams are missing like the defensive aspect of this, and that's where I think mm-hmm. Green Bay can really sneak up to the top of the division versus like Minnesota. It's like yes, they can get in a firefight, but do you believe in Kirk Cousins when it comes down to crunch time? Detroit, yes, they can get in a firefight, <laughs> but can you rely on Jared Goff come crunch time? Jared Goff played Green the Bay. Super Bowl for the Rams. <laughs> come on, bro. For the Rams, sir. Yeah, he was yeah. carried there. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he was. All right, let's move to the oh, NFC. Put some sword. respect uh, on Goff's name, oh, baby. Get out the fuck out of Although they're about to be Can- <laughs> they're about to be Kansas City, so maybe we should. God, yeah. uh, uh, NFC. Oh, sword. I thought I thought they gave the ball to Mahomes. They didn't. It's fourth and twenty, and they're punting again. Oh, so, is it okay? Wow. Yeah. Dan uh, Campbell's wow. Dan Campbell's like, I got them onions, yeah, he baby. Does. I got them grapefruits. The ball's the size of grapefruits. You know who's really going to be the big winner of this game? Chris Jones is going to oh, get yeah. a massive contract on Monday Correct. morning. Yeah. And and oh, $9 million, $9 million doesn't seem so bad and now, Patrick does it? Because that's is all there. to the office and go, can you get me a fucking receiver? Thank you. <laughs> Kadarius Tony dropped. Oh, Devontae. Devontae Adams. First play of that drive. I'm telling you, I think he's gone. I just, I, first I don't have any play of that new... drive. You know who? Mahomes again, wide I'm open. I'm wearing the jersey. Like 30 yards down the field, Kadarius Tony just dropped it wide open. Just dropped it. Of course he does. Kadarius um, Tony. Every year we get sucked into that hype. But uh, Marquise, oh, they're going Brown for it. They're going for on, it on fourth and twenty-five uh, right now. Chiefs. Really? They have, they have all three times. Wow. Yeah, Marquise. Because as soon as the as soon as the Cardinals, we haven't gotten there yet. And I'm just going to tell you right now, whatever the number is, if the number was one, I'd take the under. Yeah. Because I just think that no that ownership group the second they feel like there's anything good on that team they're gone they're, they're gonna burning. sell my jersey that's how bad yeah. they are they're gonna sell my they're jersey. scorched they're earth in that motherfucker gone. but anyway let's All move right. on nfc yeah. north the new orleans NFC. saints coming up at the top of the you mean of the NFC, nfc north south. i mean south. nfc south sorry again another south division that sucks uh new orleans saints nine and a half that's high to me that's, that's because a the high div- number to me. They do have Derek tough. Carr. He's there now, and they, you know, he's an upgrade over Jameis Winston. They have Andy Dalton. No, they had Andy Dalton. Uh, Michael Thomas, until he gets injured again, is back, healthy, ready to go. <laughs> Kamara will miss the first three games, but he'll be back after that. A lot of people are a little hyped about this uh, New Orleans be Saints team. Nine and a half wins. Well, how are we feeling? So over high. high. Yeah, you I'm going to take the over. You could convince over. So you think they got 10? I I'm, I'm leaning over as well. The division's yeah, I bad, Plugo. Yeah, but that's, but that's the thing. I think you could legitimately convince me of any of the teams to win the thing. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Nine and eight. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's nine. one of those. Like one one of those of, yeah. Nine. Seven and ten. 
the NFC East from a few years ago. Exactly. The well, NFC you remember last ago. year, the Panthers were like in the mix. Yeah, that's true. It was like it was like they were like six and they could have won the damn thing with six wins at one point. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit! So yep. you can convince me that any of these teams could win it. I have the Saints as the under, but it's only I had them at seven and ten. All right. I have the Saints. Oh, I'll and I don't. Over. And I don't know why. I just don't like the defense. I Derek Carr is is Derek oh. Carr going to be prime? I think Derek Carr is prime. Derek Carr. Decent. Like, I think Derek Carr is okay. You know, that's a weird. That's a weird thing to say. Prime. I think he's an upgrade over what they've had. Yeah, he's way. an upgrade. He's an average quarterback. Like yeah. he'll get the ball to Chris Olave. He'll get the ball to Michael Thomas for the two games he plays. Jawan Johnson. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. We'll see. So, Again, I, I don't have any. I have zero confidence in any pick I make in this division. Yeah. They they have Jamal Williams too, who might be the most lovable Legend. human being in the NFL. Legend. So. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, the only over under that isn't a point five. Interesting. So I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if this is a mess up, but literally, it's the old, the only over under. They the one that I have on my screen right here is eight. Just eight. I have the over for the Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Ritter. They had. They took eight. They. I know. I was gonna say. Can you just pick a push? How does that work? Should it be eight, seven and a half, or eight and a half? I. They eight. Uh, They do have Bijan Robinson, the number eight overall pick, who went for seventy two dollars in my fantasy football league that I have an auction draft, and he went higher than any other player in the league. Is this a keeper or dynasty league? The budget or? is two hundred dollars. It's a keeper league. Oh, you could keep them like you keep you can anybody. Keep There's no limits. No, you get three keepers, and that would be one of them. But seventy-two dollars for a rookie running back—that's insane. Insane, but people are hyping that man up like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have you have him, you have Drake London, you have Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts hasn't shown anything in the first two years that he's been there. Yep. Now they're starting off with Desmond Ritter. I think the team's going to be hot garbage, but uh, eight wins sounds about right in this division. This so. this team, this would be like, this is the NBA League Pass equivalent of like this team would be fun to watch on League Pass because they just yeah. they they got some fun pieces. Like I really like Drake London a lot. I think he's going to be. Yeah. I actually I'm higher on Kyle Pitts than some. I think this year we'll see some more out of him, but it's not like he's going to he's not going to become Travis Kelsey. I don't think, but you be like, oh, he's not a complete bust. And I, I just, I I don't know. This division, again, they could finish at the top of this thing. They could finish at the bottom of this thing. And I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor Heineke can get them a few wins. So Hell yeah, put I, him in. I, honestly, I would feel a lot better about them if Heineke was the starter. I don't know how much. I, Ritter, know I don't know how much. Get he, out of Heineke. I don't know I how like, much I, Ritter played last year. If he played a blot or not, I can't remember. But. You gotta at least, you gotta at least kick the tires on the guy if you're you gonna see what it is. Second round pick, Howell, right? So, and then then you go, okay, we don't have a quarterback here. What's that's what I'm thinking. they 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 realize. Let's go. Yeah, let's go all in for Williams. Williams with Drake London, Kyle yeah. Pitts, and Bijan. Be, nice. like, Be nice, wouldn't it? I right, Cordell Patterson. Don't sleep on my guy. Yeah, he's getting older, but he's still productive. he is getting older. But Car- sure. yeah. Carolina Panthers and the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, 
coming in over under seven and a half victories. Frank Reich, the new head coach that down there as well. So um, that's too high. That seems high. so high. What oh, you said, they were you did, last year. You did just say like they were flirting with the division last year with the chance of only winning six games. It wasn't okay, now, like- now again. We don't know about Bryce Young, but give the. But, Detroit won that game, by the way. Detroit, Detroit won. Let's go. The Detroit Lions, twenty-one twenty. Frank fucking Dan Campbell's doing chest bumps. Get my chest bumps jumps with the Lions. He's bench pressing. One and zero. Detroit Lions again. Shit. Quick sidebar. I live central to Chicago, Detroit, since they like. It's going to be insufferable around here. The Lions, baby, we're going to win it all. Lions fever. Lions, Lions fever. Woo! It's gonna go. uh, get on it, Plugo. I picked the under. I Fuck. All right. I anyway, um, I took I'm the over. Go, Let's I'm go. gonna go under with the Carolina Panthers. I do think they're gonna be. I, I don't. I think Bryce Young's gonna be okay. I do. Um, but yeah, and I like Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich's a pretty good coach too. Um, but I don't think they have enough. I don't think they have enough to do anything. Well, they special. traded. So I think seven changed. and ten, six and I think seven and ten is kind of perfect for them. To be honest with you, they traded out of that number one. Wait. <laughs> yeah, they traded. They got some. They well, went down to, not, to the they tra- two to the number one pick, so they lost some pieces. I'm sorry, I'm like losing it. I was gonna say this screams a year of like they're a good football team, but they're willing to take. They're gonna they'll throw Bryce Young out there for better or worse, and be like, you know what, that's all right. We could reload up again next year. Like, let's see what we got. Like, there's no expectations with them, which is always nice. Yeah, like, this is like this is almost like yeah. a buy year for them. Like, yeah, we'll see what we got and we'll retool. But again, seven is so high for like just the way the team played. They didn't win seven games last year. Bryce Young, I don't think, is the guy that's going to elevate you to all of a sudden relevancy in year one. You never know. But yeah, no, I think I think they'll be like a six-win team or something like that. Yeah. Like there will be improvement, but uh, it definitely won't be this division. We'll think this division. I think next year you'll see a big bump from Carolina. Yeah, that's that's where I was at. I think this division, though, these games are just going to be fun because nobody plays defense. Well, I don't we think got... anyone's really going to watch them too much. So no, I'm just saying got... you're going to go. Is that is that fifty-two to fifty? Carolina over oh, Atlanta. It's, it's gonna, no, it's going to be like seventeen to twelve and some weird scores yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we then have rounding out the NFC North. I mean South. Sorry, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tom Bradyless Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, the starting Baker quarterback, trust, baby. and the over under is six and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's. I'm going under. They're fucking awful. They're going to be very bad. Very bad. You think that they're going to be the... I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I like Baker Mayfield. Not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Sorry. And I like Baker. Like, as a person. Like, I like him. He seems to be all right. That team is old. Mike Evans doesn't want to be there. He wants to be traded. I wouldn't be shocked how you said about Devontae Adams. I wouldn't be shocked if Mike Evans is dealt... At some point, he does not want to be there. Chris Godwin is good, but he's been banged up the last few years. Eesh, I, th- I think this is you know, a four and four and thirteen, five and twelve written all over it, all over it. Yeah, Baker oh, yeah. Mayfield's got um, playoff success. Okay, because he had. Nick I got Chubb I got the under for this one too. Yeah, as long as as long as Baker's throwing to 
Godwin and Evans. And then they also have, you know, the potential of White and uh, Tucker behind them. Uh, they, they just don't have enough. And they're just going to be – they're they're the bottom of a bad division. So they're – You think they're, they're worse than Carolina? Oh, easily. I think they're worse than Carolina. I don't even Carolina. think it's close. Absolutely. Wow. I don't even think I it's don't close. think they're that bad. I, I think yeah. that – they're old. They're over the cap. They just—they don't have anything. Their offensive line was terrible last year. It's going to be even worse this year. The yeah, Baker man. resurgence is real, fam. We'll see. So you're taking the over then? I had them at, had them at like eight. I had them at like eight, eight, eight wins. wins. They couldn't even get eight wins last year with the best quarterback ever. You just said the same shit about the Panthers. I like, oh, they're seven wins. They. they that's what I had in my literally. Head. They barely got to eight wins last year with Tom Brady. It's not, again, it's not like you think Baker team. Mayfield's gonna go in there with the same old yeah. shitty team and get eight wins. Yeah, are you sure. kidding me? No, maybe, no bro. Come on, ever, ever. There's always one man, there's always one team. You that picked about win. nine always ones this tonight. Why don't you start Baker in our line? No wonder our- he has a hat of every fucking team that exists. Because I don't have him. Can't, he can't pick, you can pick them up. Bad. Yeah, I'll find him for you. Uh, he's like, I'm taking the <laughs> over sure on every team agent. we talk about tonight. Anyway, I did not take the over know, on every like, team. But you haven't said one we'll team. We'll see. Be we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, Tampa's trash, man. No, I, I just, I just spoiler alerted it. I just oh, there told he is. you the card. Mayfield on waivers. Is he <laughs> Start him back in the league. Not even. Start him. Not even. Start him this week. Literally. Start him this week, baby. That means if that the week. if the Buccaneers won seven games, I wouldn't be shocked. Eight would be like okay, they got. A, it's not like that far fetched. This division is weird, man. I don't know. That I think they're very bad. Very we'll bad. We'll see. Uh, all right, NFC West. San Francisco 49ers, the class of the NFC, a lot of people <laughs> would say. 11 and a half is the number. So they are with the Chiefs and the Bengals as the highest over-under, 11 and a half. As much as I – and we'll see where I have the 49ers because I have them going deep. I'm going under. I got them 11 and 6. I got them 11 and 6. That's what I had. Now it's mm-hmm. no, now it's not as so even though it's 11 and five, I, th- I think they're clearly, I think they're the best team in the NFC by far. Sorry, Eagles fans. I think the Niners <laughs> are. Uh, we'll piss off our legal team, bro. No, it's okay. I'm going, I'm going under because I think they're 11 and six. I think that's where they are. I think that's where they are. So I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the over, but like not very far over that, like the, the 12. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. How dare you? Uh, what are you? They're garbage. Just kidding. Yeah, I, I'm just not convinced with Brock Purdy. I think there's a lot of hype around the guy, but it seems like Shanahan kind of molds his offense around. You the don't quarterback. need a good, you don't, yeah, you don't That's, need a great quarterback. In can that you yeah, talk like, about you the basic one? They gave up three first round picks for Trey Lance and traded him away for a fourth. Yeah, you know. It doesn't, John, at this point, it right? doesn't really it doesn't when you think about no, it. Even, it doesn't. Like, the, but the it's GM, still, John Lynch, he oh, said, hey, hey, sometimes you take a chance and you miss. It's a, it's it. a sunk cost, man. You, yeah, you, sometimes you take a chance and you, and you yeah, miss. Yeah, sometimes you take a and chance on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and sometimes it – so, so a lot of teams that will do that, that will trade up for this quarterback, and the quarterback doesn't work out, their team is still garbage. But the 49ers still have wiggle room. Yeah, they got lucky. He's built such a good team already. Yep. And then they, they got who's their backup? 
Sam Darnold. That's Sam right. Darnold. That's well, right. A lot of, uh, listen, Draft pedigree, baby. Listen, I like Purdy. There are a lot. There are rep- actual people that cover this team that think there's a chance that Darnold. Don't fall for it, bro. I'm not either. Don't do but it. Are, hey, hey, hey! I will bro. say he looked he looked good in the first like three weeks with Carolina until he, he got hurt. He did. And there are people that think if Purdy slips or he gets hurt or something that Darnold legitimately could be good. And he's surrounded oh. by easily the best offense. Like that is I will never Zach Wilson shows up there. Oh right. God. I that, would rather take a chance on, on Zach Wilson than Sam Darnold any day of the week. I don't care what any expert says. All right, that's fine. All right. Yeah, 49ers, 49ers <laughs> all the way. All they're, right. They're I'll go. You're going over or under. Uh, I have them at 11 and 6, just like you, so that would be under slightly. But, yeah, I think it's because I, I, they're the class of this division. It's not like they have to – they can lose a game or two that you wouldn't expect them to because if Brock Purdy stumbles, whatever. All right. They're we loaded. Have, loaded. We have the Seattle Seahawks coming in at eight and a half, the over-under. I have them over. I think the Seahawks are actually good. They were good last year. I think Geno Smith is good. Yeah. I got yeah, Remember when they were supposed to be an absolute dumpster fire and ended up being pretty good last year? Yeah, they're not the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not the same type of coach. Yeah. <laughs> got a, a really good coach, actual receiving core, actually good at defense, guy that can actually throw the football. You know, when we're when we're here you know. in January talking about damn those Buccaneers, man, how do they keep on going? I'll give us all in on the Bucks this year. Listen, no, that's it. I'm not that's doing. What we just I'm, not, I'm not doing. I do, I do not believe it. Um, get I got the, the over. Get the I'm Bucks going, hat. Yeah, I'm going the over on one. the Seahawks. I think nine or nine or ten wins is where they are. Yeah, yeah I, I got the over too. There, I think they have an underrated defense and. <clears throat> Their offense is just stacked. You look at that, like you have DK, you have Tyler Lockett, who's Mr. Consistency. You have JSN, who I think is the best rookie wide receiver sure. this year. Um, and like from all reports in a class with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, he was out playing them in college. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty phenomenal to hear. So I'm really excited for their future. You add in Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet would have been like, Hype beyond belief if he went to any other team outside of Seattle um, or that didn't have a running back behind him. So I'm all in on the Seattle offense. Um, even with Pete Carroll, like a part of me also kind of believes that he can turn around like Drew Locke if it really came down to it. Yeah. Which he's is great. weird. He's a good coach. <laughs> yeah. He's a good Drew coach. Locke, he's there. Mayfield, let's say mm-hmm. that. But, see uh... <laughs> Plugo, where you going, I- man? Listen, it's not good television if I pick the same things as you guys all the time, but I got Seattle at 10 wins. Yeah, yeah, I think they're good. I think they're good. All right, we then have the Los Angeles Rams. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, over under for the Rams, seven and a half wins. Matt Stafford is back. Uh, Cooper Cup going through some health issues, though. Um, but yeah, seven and a half wins for the Rams. Fun fact Stetson Bennett is older than Matthew Stafford. That's not true. That's not true at all. But, uh, Stetson, <laughs> Bennett, Stetson Bennett, though, is an old rookie. I think he's, what, 24? 24? You know, he's like 26. Is he 26? 27? Yeah, he's old. old. He's an old rookie. He's, he's, old. Old. he's an old rookie. Uh, 
But seven and a half wins for the Rams. Where you guys? Where you guys have them? I'm, I'm on that. I, I think the Rams are going to be a tire fire this year. Outside of Cooper Cup, they don't really have much. Matt Stafford's holding on by a piece of tape. You have Aaron, Aaron Donald and not much else on the defensive side. Sean McVay is a great coach, but I don't know how he how he out, out coaches the lack of talent on the team. I'm not a big fan of Cam Akers either. I, I don't believe in him as a talent. But no, I, I just don't see the Rams that much. I, if I'm being honest, I have them right at seven, but that's if everything goes just right. Like you just said, Rich. Everyone's healthy. Right. Not not even that. Just like, of course, yeah, if everybody's healthy, but everything has to break right. They need Cooper Cup to be healthy. He's hurt right now. Uh, They just don't have a lot of depth because they traded everything away to go all in for the Super Bowl. So he doesn't, I mean, like you said, Sean, everything just has to break right. They'll get some cheap wins for the Cardinals. So there's a couple right there. Mm-hmm. But it's only if everything goes right. I don't even feel good about it. Like if you said, like if I was like, oh, yeah, the 4 and 13 Rams, that would, I would be like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Pluggo's got the under. I am also going the under. I feel like six and seven wins is right where they'll be. I don't think they're going to, like Pluggo said, if they went 4 and 13, I wouldn't be shocked. But I I think they're a little bit better than that, but I don't have them over seven wins. And then we have <laughs> the worst over under team, the lowest number. This is this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Four and a half. That's incredibly high. That is insane. Yeah, Why are you are you saying like you're not joking because it's so high? No, I'm saying I'm joking because that is without question the lowest. Four but and a half that is, is low. But that is incredibly high for what this well for team the is. moves that yeah uh, yeah I would agree Kyler Murray is probably not if playing I the year I would guess negative one wins I would take that as an option. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think mean, this is going to be the worst thing you've seen in football history. Do you think zero seventeen? It's it's incredibly possible. I think they're just going to absolutely demolish all of this. It's possible. Money Bye. ball. Out the ass. Yeah. I'm looking at the I, the only chance they have at a win, I think, is against the Texans. Maybe the Falcons or Rams. No, they're going to make the Falcons and Rams look bleak. like Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I'm going the Bears? Un- yeah, I'm going under as well. I don't. I think if they got yeah, to four wins, that would be a success. Even even if they didn't start just cutting anyone with talent and making these decisions, if you, the team was led by Kyler Murray to begin with, <laughs> like, yeah, they weren't they weren't going to win the division. I, they weren't going to win the division. I, yeah, he's not he's not playing this year, <laughs> yeah. most likely. Who's the quarterback? Braden Toon or no, Josh Dobbs? Right? But he Dobbs? just Dobbs. and he just got traded over there. He's a rookie, right? Yeah, they, yeah, least, they released like Cole McCoy. Yeah, that you released. Got traded, he just got traded over there, and then they have Calvin Toon or something like that. Josh, hey, Dobbs, Dobbs played a playoff game for Tennessee last year, so don't forget oh, about that, that. Yeah, that's true. He led them, you know. Um, yeah, if Kyler was there, I would say like maybe four wins, but four and a half is just. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I just think that like, you're gonna you're they're gonna score shit. They want that number one overall pick. Why even mess around with it? Braden Tune is a wrestler. They got yeah. a guy named Yeah. 
Braden Toon, he's a good wrestler. That's maybe why I'm thinking about it. If yeah. Braden Toon was at quarterback, maybe they win three or four games. Maybe. But, maybe they won, but. They, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't walking through that door. No, he ain't. All right. Off, yeah. All right. That rounds out the NFC. So now let's pick our division winners for the NFC. We went with Rich first last time. So, Pluggo, give me your four division winners for the oh, NFC. Oh, <laughs> I got the Eagles and I got the Falcons, according to what I wrote down. Okay. Not great. I got the Vikings and then I got uh, the Niners. Okay. Lou's trying to knock my microphone over. Rich, will slide it over to you. Take the Cardinals, right. Rich. Do it. Take the Cardinals. Do it. You're going to spicy take, you know. Um, <laughs> NFC West, then. Okay. It is going to be the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> not a chance it's going to be the Cardinals. Um, NFC South Saints, uh, the NFC East. I think the Cowboys are going to take it. Oh, we're going to agree on so, that. I have the Cowboys too. So a little, <laughs> like the tiniest of hangovers from the Super Bowl from the, the Eagles, but I don't think it's going to be too bad. Uh, it's that light hangover that you can still kind of work through. Not that yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. On the couch one, you know? uh, and then the NFC North is going to be the Packers. Okay. Wow, we're, me and Rich are going to, damn it. All right, I have the Cowboys as well in the NFC East. I have the Packers Ooh. as well in the NFC North. My guy. Uh, NFC South, though. Did you guys plan this? No. <laughs> NFC South, I'm going Saints and NFC West. I'm have the same as Rich. NFC South, uh, West, I'm going 49ers. My NFC Championship game, before I bring it back to you guys, though, as I do, even though I have the Cowboys one in the NFC East, I think it's the Niners and the Eagles. In the uh, in the NFC Championship game, and then I'll pass it over to you. Then we'll pick our Super Bowl and our Super Bowl winners, and we'll get out of here. Fucking ears, baby! I, I swear to God, I will end this fucking stream. <laughs> anyway, I will end this fucking stream. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so good! Fucking ears, uh, sneaking into the playoffs with I'll seven go, wins. I'll go. I don't even own this house, but I would sell you this fucking house. If, if the Buccaneers made it to the NFC Championship. Noted, I'll become a real estate mogul. There you go. All right, Rich, NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game, you're going to see the Cowboys versus the 49ers. Ooh, an old school rivalry there. Bringing it back to the 90s. That's when I was the first getting into football. It was the Niners and Cowboys all the time. Pluggo, NFC Championship. God, it's not very, not very limb-y of me, but I'll take the... Niners. Look, sometimes, Eagles. sometimes you got to go chalk. If the chalk is there, you got to go somewhere. I think the Niners Eagles. Niners Eagles. All right. Cool. All right. I don't think the Eagles are going to have. I think they're going to make a point to not have that Super Bowl hangover. That's, That's why they're fair. loaded. They're loaded. That's why That's they fair. made decisions in the draft to stay younger, faster. Yeah. You just mm -hmm. keep putting Georgia Bulldogs out there, you'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Jalen Carter just going to eat. Jalen Carter. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Literally. To get him at nine is a fucking joke. You're in the Super Bowl, and the best defensive player in the draft falls to you at nine. Are you shitting me? Um, like you want to talk about the Bears and malpractice for them to leave him on the board there to trade down again? Unbelievable! How that fell into the the Eagles' fucking lap like that. Um, all right, so we have our AFC, we have our NFC picks. We will go with Rich. He is the guest. You will see him here with his at least weekly segment every week. Yes. Give me your Super Bowl matchup and your Super Bowl champion. First and foremost, I want to say, like, I just hope I haven't discredited all of the rest of this season's worth of picks <laughs> <based on> today. Because <laughs> that would be an awful start. 
Only um, slightly. It doesn't look good today, but uh, my Super this Bowl is- looks like the Chiefs versus the Cowboys. Ooh. Well, I was going to say, aren't you officially now 0-1? No, because my team of the week is the Dolphins. Okay. That is true. His okay. team of the week That's was great. the Dolphins. He did That's like fair. the Chiefs. I think, I mean. He did like the Chiefs. You know, okay. I think we all okay. did until yeah. Tim I, 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 picked, I picked the Niners if you or the Lions, the Lions if you go on to Plugo's Facebook page. I said uh I did say at the top of that that without Kelsey and without uh Chris Jones, they're in upset territory. So yeah, it's not my fault that Patrick Mahomes was taking throwing lessons from Lumberjack Larry. Okay? <laughs> Maybe I think if Travis Kelsey plays in that game tonight, it's probably a different story. Uh, that's what I would say. Pluggo, give me yeah, your Super so. Bowl matchup and your Super oh. Wait, You have Chiefs and Cowboys. Who's winning? Chiefs, Chiefs. Cowboys with the Chiefs winning back to back. I can't believe you think the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. I have them winning. I have them winning the division. I mean, I believe. I have the Bucks. I, really, I think the Bucks are going. I really like that defense. I think that defense just swarms so good. And then them picking up a guy like Brandon Cooks on offense, mm-hmm. along with Tony Pollard. Like, yep. if they if they pick up like another backup running back that can just kind of ease that tension off him a little bit more. Look the fuck out. Mm. Although Dak Prescott does love this thing where he throws the ball to the other team. Yes. So, pretty good Dak, at that. Dak Prescott does have a little can't win the big one in him as well. So <laughs> I, I got a little bit of faith. You know, I yep. just want to see him lose the big <laughs> but one. But the only thing, the thing that bothers me the most about the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. He's not a good coach. <laughs> Won a Super Bowl because he had Aaron Rodgers there. He's not a good coach. That's, that's very that, fair. That's the only well, thing. Again, coaches up doesn't up. matter all the time, but. You know, you just, I don't, it's the only thing that holds me back from having Dallas go really far. I just couldn't put the Niners in the finals again last year and probably the year before. That's fair. Pluggo, Super Bowl. Give me the Super Bowl I wanted last year. Bengals, Eagles. Eagles make it back. Bengals. Sorry, Ryan. Cincinnati Bengals. Two two straight Super Bowl championships. No, two straight Super Bowl Visits for the Eagles, and you have them losing again. It's like the Bills. Yep, fair enough. I don't know, but I wouldn't be mad either way. If I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be boring as hell. As I have the Super Bowl, it's Kansas City and it's San Francisco for me, and I have San Francisco. That's, that's totally I have fair. San Francisco <laughs> winning. That's totally fair. I I wanted to pick the 49ers so bad, and then I was like, well, I can't just pick both favorites. That's true. And I don't, I, you know, I hate being that guy. I, I know. Any, Sometimes I think obvious the Cardinals win it, baby. Yeah, but I have the 49ers winning the Super Bowl, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have been on a historic run here. That'll be what, like three, four Super Bowls uh, out of four six in the years? Last three years. Yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, and again, you know, there's a lot riding on someone like Brock they shouldn't Purdy. have made it, it there last year. The the Chiefs? Yeah, they, they well, should have lost that game. Maybe. Maybe. Can't, I have, beat, I, can't beat a broken Patrick Mahomes. So if, if everyone's kind of picking the favorites, like what would you guys say is like your one dark horse pick to make the Super Bowl then? Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Outside of the Bucks, obviously. You have to have them actually. <laughs> now, what, what, do you, what do you consider dark horse? Like somebody that's not like everyone's picking basically Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles, Bengals kind of idea, right? Those are kind of the easy 
ticks for a lot of people. So yeah, the Ravens would fit. I think the Ravens have a chance in the AFC. Uh, I'm going to say something here. I think the Packers could be a, a team. Wow. Okay. And I get it. I get it. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, I, I, you know, Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love, we don't know. But last time I checked, with the exception of last year, the Packers were routinely 14 and 2, 13 and 3. Easily. All this shit. And I get it. They had Aaron Rodgers, and that's a big, you know, you got to see what Jordan Love is made of. But if Jordan Love is good, I mean, it's not like the Packers lost all their talent. They lost, oh, you know, they lost Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams left a couple years ago. That's a big one, obviously. But, like, they didn't lose anybody else. They just lost Aaron Rodgers. So, if love is – and the Aaron Rodgers we saw last year wasn't that fucking good. No. So, if you can get a better Jordan Love than what we saw last year of Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they're my pick to win that division anyway. I I mean – that that to me is like a super dark horse in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. But I would say the hey, Ravens would be. I like that. Yeah, I, I would say the Ravens would be my dark horse pick in the in the AFC if I had to pick one. But I think Green Bay could sneak on some people. I mean, the Lions, oh, the Lions right? Beat, yeah, the Lions <laughs> just beat the Chiefs. So who knows? Are we allowed to say that? Like, hey, they're they're yeah, one of course. the best team in football right now. Yeah, recency bias. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, like I would say like. It's crazy, and you just said it, but like the Jets, like if, if that experiment works, like it's not a super dark horse because they got a lot of hype, but if that oh, experiment yeah, works fun. and Aaron Rodgers stays upright, you know, he's old man Rodgers, we'll see. JPJ with the Ravens pick is a pure uh, fan. It's not fan anyway. service for me because I would hate it. Let me tell you, I would hate <laughs> it. Uh, but you know, I, I just, for me, and I don't necessarily, I, I think Lamar. I don't have faith in running quarterbacks in general for the reasons we talked about at, throughout this show, but I think Lamar, I don't think Lamar gets enough credit for like how good he can throw in the pocket. Like he can throw pretty decent in the pocket. He's not great. He's not going to be, you know, at Mr. Accurate back there, but he's good enough. And he's, I just think he has something to prove because there were a lot of people talking shit. There are a lot of people talking shit. Not just about how he plays, but about his character and about whether he was actually hurt and questioning whether he was faking it. And sh I think he's got shit to prove. And I, yeah. if if we were going, if we were picking our NFL MVPs for the year, I'm picking him. I am, because wow, okay. I he has something to. I just think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he signed a big contract. He is his own agent. Doesn't have an agent. Him and his mom run his shit. Yeah. And there were people going crazy, and I just think he's going to tell everybody to fuck off. I, re I really you, do. He's going to try to. You could say that about to. Baker Mayfield too. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So yeah, I think I, I, I think I think there's a there's a chance that the Ravens are kind of. No, I I can appreciate team. that there. Yeah. I, my dark horses would be like the Seahawks. Yep. To yeah. make a run with that offense, and then even the Chargers. Like I know we kind of shit on them a little bit, and don't have a ton of faith on them. But I have. A, I, I just have think if, if Herbert takes a little bit of a step, and then that defense can just stay a little bit more healthy. Again, you can say that about most teams. Uh, you can say that about anybody. But I, I have I, faith. I just think that would be a dark horse pick. Yeah, and I I have faith in the Chargers' talent. I. To me, that's the team that is supposed to be good that I have the least amount of faith in their coach. 
because I don't think Staley's a good coach at all. At all. I think the only reason he's had success is because that team is ridiculously talented. If you put a good coach on that team, they might have already won a Super Bowl. I'm not joking. That's how I feel. That's how good they – Herbert's a stud, man. Eckler's a stud. Keenan Allen is older, but he's a stud. Mike Williams, stud. Like, they got the best safety in football. Like I, I, they are a good team through and through. Just their coach, atrocious. You have a they'll probably they probably fire him early if like it starts Brother, to if, waver. If out, and then if they come out and they're fucking two and four or something crazy. That gone. he shouldn't have made. Like I said, he shouldn't have made it to the plane after that game in Jacksonville. He shouldn't have made it to the plane. I don't know how <laughs> you keep that guy. That is unreal. That is unreal. Oh my, how, what? If I'm one player in that locker room, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's, the, it's on them too. They played the game. Like, I'm not saying like it's all the, but like, brother, huh? What was the game? What are you doing? The Jags are not, the Jags are not that good. What? You had a, you I'm sleeping on the dark horse Jags to make the super. Are they your dark horse? Are the Jags sure. your dark horse? Why not? Fuck, I was like, I'm not picking this. I don't care. Uh, hey plugger you're losing to me in fantasy football so eat it it's thursday night we had two i had three people i had two people go but it's thursday night he's beating my dogs my dogs haven't even woke up yet dude i just like you got my rookie tight end and a kicker (laughs) wait till the dogs start going my top end wide receiver just uh went off for 19 points so really your top oh, end yeah. receiver. That's right. Your top. So your bottoms are going to be terrible. Oh, don't you worry. Because I still got Saquon and Andrews and Keenan. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's Uh-oh. fine. That's fine. We're going to see. We got Mike from Indeed saying, y'all give me the itch to play Madden. If I didn't have to wake up don't absolutely for don't work tomorrow, I would be playing Madden too. But all right. We've almost gone four hours tonight. A gigantic episode. We want to thank Andrew who popped on at the beginning, that WrestleQuest video game. Go check that out. That's a lot of fun if you like video games. And obviously, if you're here, you got to like wrestling. Although, at this point, maybe we just got the football people in the chat. Who knows? I don't know. We got our two uh, football people. Yeah. <laughs> then we have uh, – we had Rich King. We saw the video before he popped on live. Uh, we'll be getting that weekly of Rich's rad team of the week. So we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, Rich, let the people know where else they can find you on social media, any uh, upcoming matches or events you'll be at. Let the people know where they can find you. For sure. Find me at RK underscore wrestling on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Find Tales from the Undercard on YouTube. New episode dropped yesterday. Uh, It's another lovely one from Love Pro Wrestling, which happens to be some of our better episodes, to be honest. Uh, this weekend, you can find me in Edmonton, Alberta on the 8th, and then Camrose, Alberta on the 9th. You can find me back in Edmonton again on the 23rd for RCW at the Norwood Legion. And then live at the Rec Room once again to wrap up the month on the 29th for Love Pro Wrestling. Check out the Twitch stream. If you are yeah. not in Edmonton, it's going to be a banger of a show. we got oh, Mike Skeeball Bailey on there against Michael Richard Blaze. we got Zoe Stagger. Defending her title, 
and a whole lot more. Our match hasn't been announced yet, but you better believe we're going to be touching tips and taking hits and making our way back to the championships that we rightfully deserve. And then for all your personal training needs, check out RK Athletics at RK Athletics One on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. While the person might look like Rich King, it's not. He's great at what he does. I'm very happy. <laughs> he is. He is great at what he does. Pluggo, let the people know all the thing. Pull your best Excalibur. Oh, my God. A late night Excalibur. Late night. Yeah. All right. So he just mentioned it. Zoe Sager's defending her grand championship on the 29th at the rec room against Judas Icarus. And I got the chance to talk to him for the LPW show. That'll drop this week on the Patreon so go become a Patreon member. You know, why not? Love Wrestling CA on the Patreon. Um, you can find me at Pluggo at underscore, at Pluggo at underscore, at Pluggo underscore on the Twitter, at Pluggo Loves Wrestling on everything else. Uh, B2B, you can find us at B2B. I can't even do it. I'm Jesus so tired. Christ, I'm you get it over with? I'm trying. At B2Beards on all social medias to stay up to date on the beard sets where the fantasy football news will be. That's where everything will be, you know, in terms of what we got coming up, with the writing, what we're doing. Who who else we got? That's it. That's all that's where you can find me. Yeah. I got you can also, I guess, find me at Warrior Wrestling next month for Eddie Kingston versus Brian Keith. There you I go. Bought my ticket today. Eddie Kingston coming to town. You can find me at JPJ oh, Loves Gaming on all the social media platforms and over at Twitch, playing a lot of Madden MLB the show these days. You can find me here every Thursday night for Between Two Beards with my fella. Beardy brother Pluggo. You can find me every Sunday and Rich over King on now. Twitch. Oh, yeah. yeah, Rich King. He'll be here every week. Weekly segment, weekly video from Rich King during the football season. You can find me over on the Twitch Are you side guys of things. To remind me or what? Yeah, no, we're, we're just we're pipe. We're hyping it up. We're, <laughs> hype, we're pumped. Oh, wrap up. Uh, Let's go to bed. But yeah, yeah know, don't right? forget. You can find me uh, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. over on the Twitch side of things at twitch.tv slash love wrestling CA, where me and Big Money Drew talk all things AEW on firmly AEW. But that'll do it for us. It did it again. Sunday, Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock. Oh. For exposure with Blair. Unbelievable. Completely forgets a show he's even on. It's fucking unbelievable. Amateur hours, boys. Amateur yeah. hour. I'm not I know. It's kidding. amateur hour. Rich is out of here. He's going to bed. Yeah. Pogo, appreciate you, buddy. Love you. I We will see you, everybody in the chat. Thanks for hanging in for this marathon episode. Yeah. We'll be back to normal time next week. You guys know the drill. Until next time. Let's say hi to Sue. Peace out. Peace. Hey there, Plugo and JPJ. It's Trent's mom, Sue. And I have a bone to pick with you. So, I understand that you guys are being real idiots and spending your entire monthly budget. You've got to be kidding me. This is not the way to be when you're trying to uh, run a business. Your boss, Spencer, is really pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at you. You have some nerve. Um, you know, get a grip. You, <laughs> you have to control yourself. You can't just go out and spend all the money that you're making, you two beards, guys. Two beards. Oh, no. This is coming out so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> behave yourselves. Or I'm going to cut you off from watching AEW. 
you're no longer going to get to know, uh, be able to meet my son. What? Oh, or me. I'm sorry, this is like 